Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. You can find me on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. Spelling G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y. Enjoy the show. On episode 18, she is back, Meg Whedon, uh, one of our favorite repeat guests, um, basically our ace in the hole. We talk, um, actually we talk about office trivia. Um, we show that I know more than Megan about the office. We also talk about Emily, or Megan. Actually, folks, we're, we're going to back this up because we're doing this at the end of the show <laughs> after some wine. Um, the uh, we talk, Megan goes on a rant about gluten. We also talk about our St. Paddy's Day adventures. Uh, we go deep into our business thoughts and a bunch of other stuff. It was actually a pretty fun conversation to be expected with Miss Meg. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy episode 18 of the Galen Trombley Show. Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. Welcome to episode 18 of the Galen Trombley Show. Um, we are, I should just start off by saying she's back. Um, the unofficial, I guess we're going to call you the unofficial co-host of the Galen Trombley Show. It is Miss Megan Whedon back again. Was this your fourth time on, third time? I lost count. Okay, she's on a lot. Um, but good thing about today is she is officially the first guest because this is a standalone episode. There's no other guests that she's crashing. So... She gets actually gets her own second episode. So the good thing about this, which is what I envisioned for this podcast, is that guests will re-come on and we don't actually have to give a backstory. So if you want to hear a backstory, she was episode two, uh, go and listen to it. So we're just going to jump right into some good old-fashioned conversation. Um, I hope to have more of these with some prior guests as we go along and this ends up growing into... I don't know. It's just fun. It's people I like to talk to. So, Meg, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Um, we uh, we um, don't really have any topics. Meg just asked, do we have a theme? We should have a theme. The theme is that this is the Galen Trombley show. <laughs> also, um, we do have wine. That is kind of our MO. Um, and then the other thing is I am going to be snacking while we're doing this on some cheese and wine because I have not ate in a long time and I'm going to be very hangry if I don't. So if you hear munching, I apologize in advance, but uh, you know, it's all right. We'll deal with it. Uh, Meg, tell us about what you were just complaining about. Sports brackets. Which team did you pick for the NCAA, which starts today, which I didn't know until about 12 o'clock, which actually I think was the kickoff of the first game. Yeah, you were supposed to fill out all your stuff by 12.15. Um, so I have a giant Whedon family, cousins, uncles, friends, aunts, whoever, uh, bracket that we do. And for that bracket, I have Kansas taking it. I was hopeful, and I put Cuse through to, to the championship, but... I'm always really just hopeful for them. Um, and then I did start a pool for my Casella crew, and uh, there I have Kentucky winning it. I like to do two different ones so I can... So you can stay alive? Yeah. I, uh, 
every year that Duke's in it, I pick Duke to win. Um, I like Duke. I also like Notre Dame. Not a good year. Did not make it. When, um, when isn't Duke in it? They're every year. Um, but they're the number one seed this year. Are they overall number one seed? I don't know. I watched no 20 minutes of college basketball this year. I, I don't watch it at all. Um, my first couple of years, I picked schools that I had heard of. Oh, that's good. Um, and obviously kind of base it on the rank of the team. But now I just kind of pick for funsies. And I kind of understand because I've paid attention at least to the March Madness tournament. I've kind of paid attention the last like three, four years that I've participated in brackets. So we'll see. That wine does hit you. Um, I told you. Uh, so I pick, I pick Duke. Um, typically, if I watch and I kind of pay attention throughout the year, I kind of have a little more thought to it. I pick my bracket in probably a minute thirty, about ninety seconds, and I just went click, 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 basically picking all the high seeds. I uh, I snuck UVM in there, which last time I heard they were losing. Uh, probably by the time of actually we're talking, they probably have already lost. You can check on that. Yeah, I'm gonna check. Um, if they win, that'd be great. Uh, but I'm, I'm pulling for Duke. I think actually I filled out one bracket. I think it was like an ESPN bracket or something. Um, UVM did lose. Yeah, I, I figured. Someone said they were down by quite a bit. Um, I think I have Duke playing UNC in the finals. And I honestly don't know. That's so basic. Well, you know, I'm going for that. Uh, actually, fun. I think a fact about it. There was only one ever, I think it was like 06, 07, where all the number one seeds made it to the final four. That's only happened mm-hmm. once ever. So I've actually gone, I've done that plenty of times, which doesn't make any sense because there's always going to be like an 11, 12, 13 seed that's going to win. I just don't follow it. I don't have time and I really don't care. I like I like Duke. I really do like watching them. I just, I can't sit still for two hours and watch a game. Unless just, I'm like, unless I'm at like a bar hanging out with people at a house. Yeah. Or like, or like a Christmas or Thanksgiving or like something like that or birthday party when everybody else is just kind of hanging around and you have nothing to do but watch a basketball game. I'll watch it. I do love basketball though, but that's... I don't know. I don't think... I'm kind of ticked. I wish I would have watched it. I tried to watch them, but I didn't even know it was on until like 12.30. Someone's like, hey, today's day opening day. So, should have been better at that, but we'll see. Usually, I just wait till the final four and just watch those games. You agree? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you play? You didn't play. Never mind. You didn't play basketball. Absolutely not. We, we've already we've already talked about this. You were a figure skater, but um, can you shoot a basketball? Yeah, actually, so... You're kind of like a hockey background, but I mean, more hockey than... I mean, like, I'm definitely not super talented by any means, um, but in middle school, we used to have to, um, they'd split lunch period in half, and you got half lunch, and then half you had to read, and then every five or six days, you got to go down to the gym and get out your energy, and I didn't have any friends in that with me, so I just sat by myself, and I actually learned to shoot foul shots backwards really well by myself. And that's what I did in seventh grade. It's a cool party trick right there. Yeah, except... Did you win some horse games? Um, no. But again, I apologize for reading, folks, but you'll, you'll just have to deal with it. The, uh, I used to do a lot of like half-court shots. I was decent, actually, as a shooter. I was a short white guy, so that's all I had. I, I wasn't very good at anything else. I feel like that's defense. every Could've... short white guy's thing. It's just half-court shots. I'm not going to rebound. I'm not going to... Wasn't the most athletic kid, but like, give me the, give me the three, give me the, give me the. I was a good foul shooter. Just wail the ball across the well, court, no for the best. I think my best, I think my highest scoring game in high school. I think I dropped like twenty five points one night, and uh, oh shit, it was good. It was I, I, uh, I made the paper, and that which, for me, that was good for basketball because it wasn't very good. So, the fact that I made it and actually was like high score of the game, I was like, well, you know, and then I think. Uh, that was the year our 
season got cut short. So about two days or two days, two games later, our season was axed. So we, uh, I don't know. I could have been, you know, high all star. Maybe we made made like the all the all uh, NBA C team back then. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't have made that. But I think it was the leading scorer on my team, which says a lot about our team because we weren't very good. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, we, uh, we we won one year. We did really well, and that was it. And then went downhill from there. It's not good when I'm the leading scorer on a basketball team. No. If anybody's ever seen me, I'm all of five foot seven. Not a big guy. I was even smaller in high school, so I wasn't getting a lot of rebounds, wasn't really pushing the ball that fast. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Ba- basketball is just one of those sports. It's good. It's fun. College basketball is great, but I prefer to watch it nowadays. As I come in here and I – what was I complaining about? The arch of my foot? Yes. Which I rolled. I don't know how I did it. I think it's just what happens when you get older. Things just start hurting for no reason, and then you contemplate, what what the heck did I do today? Yep. I don't even know what I did today, but the arch of my foot is killing me. Um, but put a little crossball, got one of my desks, throw it down, did a little myofascia release <laughs> on that on that arch of the foot. Feel like a million bucks. Um, you know, so I should be able to make it home tonight. So that's good. Uh, Meg, what was your uh, what's on your eighties, nineties, two thousands music playlist that we ah? We need some theme music to this to this thing. So yesterday, uh, the last two days, I was down in Syracuse for some sales training for work, and that's a long drive. It's like four hours from here, so I downloaded a Ladies of the 80s, 90s, and 2000s playlist on Spotify, and it was pretty good, not going to lie. Got Madonna on there. Who else? Are you a, are you a uh, karaoke like car singer? Do you sing in the car? I sing in the car when I'm by myself. I'm really awful. Do, do you, I mean, do you like, do you really hit it though? Like you go high for the notes? It depends on the song. My favorite is when you're riding in the car by yourself and you're listening and you're just like, just and like you, but you don't know the words. So you're just kind of like, <laughs> my favorite is when I rap because I know mm-hmm. probably every 10 words I'll know like one thing. So I'll be like, and then you say like the ending beat and you're like, yeah, I know. The last word of the verse. The last word that everybody. Because it rhymes and I know what's coming next. Exactly. I'm like, it's coming, it's coming. And then all of a sudden, the worst is when I'm saying something and all of a sudden it's like the wrong verse. And I'm like, boom, I come in. I'm like, ah, that's next verse yep. or the verse before. So I'm very bad with lyrics unless it's a song that I've heard a thousand times and I know every lyric. Okay, but you know when you are you hear a song and you're either like, you're listening to it in a different way. Like whether you like now have headphones in and you've not worn headphones ever listening to this or like whatever, mm-hmm. you can just hear it better. And you hear what's actually said and realize that you've been saying complete fucking nonsense. Ooh, I mm, early for swearing. Sorry, podcast, but... Sorry, we have explicit on the podcast for that. <laughs> you, you actually, the first, uh, I shouldn't say that. Jordy also dropped an F-bomb very early in her podcast. Ooh. And I go, Jordy, I said. Jordy, my girl. I said, Jordy, what did, what, this is producer Jordy. I said something and she goes, I don't fucking care. I'm like, so Jordy, <laughs> Jordan, your mom's listening. I don't care. I'm like, okay, well, here we go. Yeah, Party I got started. my mouth from my mother, so. Party started, all right. Um, sorry, keep going. Um, oh, yes. And you realize that you've been singing absolute nonsense like a sentence that makes no sense at all but you thought those were the words and you just went with it for the last like eight years of your life and now you're finally hearing this song in the correct way it's like when you actually look up lyrics the other thing is when you look up lyrics to songs (laughs) and you finally realize like what were these like when did they write these lyrics because there's like obviously like there's a rap or whatever it doesn't really make sense anyways even if you listen to it but like if you listen to like jam band music and you listen to the lyrics, you're like, 
what were they talking about? I, yeah. I didn't know the song was talking about X, Y, or Z. Um, sometimes I do that. Like Apple Music has all the lyrics there, so you can mm-hmm. kind of like follow through. So like there's times I'll literally just be sitting there and like, I know it's bad, but for like a half hour, I'm just like scrolling through, like reading lyrics of songs. And I'm like, that's what they've said this whole time. Cause they're just like <laughs> mumbling it down and like, oh, they're talking. I, I don't even know. Like, I, I think I talked with Ryan and uh, Leah in the podcast about like Dave Matthews. Like, he like, oh, yeah. Sometimes you can't understand him. And all of a sudden, I'm like, he's talking about what in that song? Yeah. That's, Have you ever like listened to Warehouse? That's exactly the one I was the- thinking of. Is he's just like, he's such a mush mouth yeah. when he sings, but there, there's, and there's other ones that the, their enunciation is perfect. Yep. The one thing, though, is if you listen to like a studio recording and then you listen to the song again, either live or, or like a live album, when they actually like it's different than the record because the record, they might have said something that kind of blended real quick and you mm-hmm. didn't know. And then all of a sudden you hear it live or you hear the best ones when you're a cover. So somebody yes. actually says it's a cover, but they pronunciate it different. You're like, wait, that's what they the yeah. lyrics are? Yep. I thought the lyrics were like... And then you go back and listen to it and your mind's just completely blown. Yeah. Well, even like songs that you've listened to for like 15, 20 years yeah. and you go back and you're like, wait, they've always said that? This has been about, and then I, then it blows my mind because I'm like, they were talking about this back in, like, I mean, for us, like say 2000, you mm-hmm. know? And all of a sudden I like look at it now and I'm like, I, I, I don't know how I didn't pick up on certain lyrics. And mm-hmm. certain lyrics, when you hear the song, it's like that ruins the song for me because now it, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like good examples, but there's... There's times where it's like even it's just a word, yeah, like or it's a f- one sentence of a song, and it like throws you completely off because like I know all the lyrics but that one song and I can't I can't I don't know if it's like it's so close that it could go either way mm-hmm. and both of them kind of fit. And then you mm-hmm. find out it's probably not even either of them or it's someone's name. Yep. I remember listening to uh, the Lumineers. Look up the lyrics right now, Meg. You're gonna be my okay look up person. You can answer that if you want. The yeah. Look up, what's their song? Ho Hey, Hey Ho, that song? Yeah. Look up the lyrics, and there's one part when you listen to the song you can never understand, but there's two street names or something. It's like on the corner of something and something. Read read that line, because people, I guarantee you have no clue. And if you do, then I'm an idiot, because I really don't know. Took a bus to Chinatown. I've been standing on Canal and Bowery? Bowery? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like She'd weird. be standing next to me. Hmm, weird. Yeah. So, like, but you listen to it, and you think it's a word, but it's the name of something. Yeah. And then it throws you off. So, like, that's just one. I'm trying to think of other ones in my head, but there's certain, like, I go back to Dave. Like, you listen to Warehouse. Like, listen to the lyrics of Warehouse. Great song, but does not make any sense. Semi does, semi doesn't. But when you actually, like, listen to it, and all of a sudden, like, you can start reading the lyrics, and you know the song so much in your head. Like, wait, he's talking about that? They go into something about... You know, I don't know. Warehouse, basically, I don't know. It's probably a metaphor for something, but my my, my simple mind doesn't. Are you looking it up right now? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I think it's. And then when you actually listen to it, like that does make like you can hear it in the lyrics, but you know what I love to look up? Any song with Sean Paul. Sean DePaul. Mm-hmm. They're ridiculous. My favorite Sean Paul song is, is it We Be Burning? Is that the name of it? One of them, yeah. Love that song. We used to play that um, back in high school. I think it was like, God, high school soccer one of the years. I just remember that being on the playlist. That was one of my all-time favorite playlists, and it had like a mixture. Had that had like um, a lot of Sublime, had a lot of Fish, had a lot of, um, God darn, there was a lot of songs on there. I'm trying to think. 
it's ones when they come up. I think we've talked about this before. When you hear a song and you automatically know the year that it was made because you were like in school or something, you're like, oh, that's eighth grade. I remember doing this, and that's definitely this year. Sure enough, pops up, you got the year. I think I did that the other day to you. I'm like, this is 2007. You're like, how would you know that? I'm like, oh, October 3rd, 2007. Should put money on that. What are the lyrics? Like, okay, so in temperature, when he said, when he says, oh, Lord, gal, girl, I got the right tactics to turn you on, and girl, I want to be the papa, you can be the mom, uh-oh. Like, never, uh-oh. never heard that, ever. Well, the papa, mom, is like, you want to be the papa, you can be <laughs> the mom, uh-oh. I just never knew he said you can be the mom. Yeah. No, I thought it was like, you can beat them all or something. I don't know. I don't know what it was. But like yeah, that Sean Paul's, like, a, Sean Paul's a lover. There was something I was listening to the other day too, and I finally heard the words. Like it's like a light bulb moment. You're like, wow, that may, that actually makes sense. Okay. <laughs> There's some method to the madness on some of these. Yeah. But when I when I listen to like right now, I'm driving Gino's car and it's got XM, and on the car it's got like a satellite or whatever. So I'm listening like a lot of '90s, 2000s. Mm-hmm. And the amount of songs I haven't heard in years, and they pop up, and I like the the lyrics come back to me. I'm like, it's great. I don't know what it is with that, but I always wonder how much. Like, how long I do we retain know lyrics? And like, remember? I was just thinking about that the other day. Like in school, I could never remember anything to like study for a test. But my God, I have lyrics in my head from when I was like. Or movie 10. quotes. I'm I'm not good with movie quotes. My brother is extremely good with movie quotes. He was uh, referencing a lot of Happy Gilmore the other day, which made me happy. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's one of my all-time. The, I, I would say some of the most quoted movies, Happy Gilmore for sure. Billy Madison, super bad, definitely. There's a few other ones. Like everybody, qu- I'm not good with this one. Step Brothers. A lot of people quote Step Brothers and Wedding Crashers. I've well, seen just because they're so ridiculous. But I've seen them both, but I have not seen them enough where I memorize the lines. Mm-hmm. The other three I just mentioned, 100%. I could probably verbatim this the whole movie especially happy gilmore my god that, that's a great movie i actually watched that the other day for like the first time in years and you realize how young sandler looks and you realize how stupid the movie was mm-hmm. but i still remember how much i still love that movie oh yeah it makes no sense and then like freaking chubbs and like Sh- shooter mcgavin when he was like he's like riding on a little tricycle and he's like waving his hand like shoot at but uh yeah and then uh Mr. Mr. Larson with the, with the uh, nail gun in his head. Yep. Um, actually, I think you, I think your brother was the one that brought that up when he's he's like, I believe that's Mr. Gilmore. <laughs> he chases him down, takes the takes the gold you jacket. You can bet on me seeing you in the parking lot. <laughs> your ball. <laughs> believe your ball struck my foot, <laughs> shooter. Um, yeah, no. That how how's the uh, how's the golf game looking, Meg? I actually told my dad today that I have signed up or I have been signed up for tournaments at work already and I like need to Have you played in a tournament with him? Back out there. No. Love, would, he, would he let you? Would that be like an enjoyable round? For him. Love my dad to death. He's the best guy in the world, but cannot be coached by him. Frustrates me. Frustrates my brother. My brother went bowling with him last night of all things. Same thing. Really? Yeah. I suck at bowling. You saw it. You saw actually, you were at the ADK thing. Yeah, I hate we, bowling. I was on a group. Um, I don't think anybody on my team really, one girl, Cassie, I think, bowled a little bit. I didn't bowl. I forgot who the other one, or uh, 
I forgot where fourth was, Jenny and someone else. I definitely didn't bowl, and I was like the worst person on my team. I think I got like a 70. But it was all right. I had fun. I probably could have got some techniques. I'm terrible at bowling. It's one of my... I usually pick up sports fairly quickly. Bowling has never been a sport I could pick up, and it's the simplest sport in the world. There's like a technique, and I just don't have it, and it's so straightforward. I don't know if it's like I got to – everybody's always like you got to like cup it and turn it and do this stuff. I literally just go and I'm like – I'm like a step up from the little kid that like two hands it down. The, I just basically like straight wrist and just try to throw it down the middle. And, of course, I, I don't know. I probably got bad bone structure in my wrist and it curves left or right. And I gutter yeah, ball a lot, why. quite a bit. Well, it's not straight. Like you think that I would I roll. I could be able to roll on a straight line down the center. It doesn't happen. I mean, I probably should go more. But then you got the shoes. The shoes bother me. Grosses me out. It's just weird. The balls gross me out. Like the seats gross me out. Three things that nobody should ever share. Four things nobody should ever share ever. Shoes. <laughs> I'm ready for this list. Shoes. <laughs> I don't like sh- like I'm talking about like things like shoes. You never share with anybody. I think it's gross. Five shoes. Socks. <laughs> I added socks late to that. I don't like sharing socks. I don't like sharing shoes. Underwear. No shorts. Like swimming shorts. No. The last one, deodorant. No. Toothbrush. Well, I within reason. Needles. I mean, like, who, who would whoever has asked you, can I borrow your toothbrush? No one's ever asked me, but I'm just saying. Like I'm saying, like we people, have like a giant cup of toothbrushes at our camp, and nobody knows whose they are. That's gross. You better I just boil those no, down. No, I threw them out. I was oh, like, thank this, you. This is enough. You better off just not brushing your teeth. Yeah, no. I've. I don't know. I used to freak out when I was a kid. Like I would have grabbed someone's toothbrush and used it, and I realized, and I threw them out. Like done, can't do it. And then I got a new toothbrush and rebrushed my teeth. Which deodorant? People have asked me to use deodorant. No, not sharing my deodorant. That I don't know if that's weird. Is that a weird thing? That doesn't bother me. But you, you would share like, deodorant with somebody? Yeah, my friends, but not like some random person. No, I mean like a friend asked me, "Can I borrow deodorant?" I'm like, "No, that's gross." Well, you also exercise a lot, and my friends and I don't well, really. That's. So. Yeah, but you're still it's still like perspiring, and I don't work out that much. I got to work out tomorrow's my gonna be my first day in a week, so looking forward to that. You don't know about it, but there's like this open thing for CrossFit, and you got to do. I know about it. Okay. I don't live under a rock. Okay, okay. Well, I forgot. Probably Emily, but I did the last one, and tonight's the last one event, which they're probably announcing in like an hour. But um, so I'll find out what that is late tonight, and then I'll go in tomorrow, rush in real quick, and do it because I got to be somewhere. So like. I got a, like a window of like an hour to like get to the gym, do it, and leave. And I got to kind of like squeeze in between everybody else trying to do it. I'll pull it off. I'm hoping it's like a eight minute type workout, quick in out. So go home and shower and do my thing. You gonna do it, Meg? No. Okay. You're like giving me that look. You're like, yeah, you're crazy. Everyone, mark my words. I will never CrossFit. Ever. Never say never, Meg. No, I'm absolutely saying never. No, one thing I would never do, skydive. Would never do that. Oh, I would. Never rock climb. I would not. Have you seen that movie yet? I think I told you about it. I want to watch oh, it. no. The guy that climbs the front of the, the cliff without anything? Yeah. Talk about having a stroke. I'd have a, I don't even know if I want to watch it because I think I would, I'd get very uncomfortable. Like, not in a good way. I know it's a movie. God, I know he makes it up. Whatever, but... I think because yeah, you know they're taking videos of him down and you're just seeing down below and that would freak me out. I've, I got a little bit of fear of heights. I don't think heights really bother me, but like, it, no, I'm not a, 
not really a hiker either. Like I like mountains, but I like sit like sitting and looking at the mountains. Like I don't really need to climb it to feel good about myself. Sit in a chair. You know what? <laughs> you know what's really freaky? There's something, and I swear to God, this makes me uncomfortable. And there's actually like a thing that's like a fear of this. Mm-hmm. And it's odd, but it's like I almost don't want to say it because then people are going to show me. And I'm going to, I swear to God, it's the most uncomfortable thing in the world. What? And I hope people out there actually find this uncomfortable. And if not, I, I will not Google this, but you can Google it. It's the fear of small, many, many, many small holes. What does that even mean? It, I, it, Google. Like right, on something? Anything. Google right now. Like, no, go, Google fear of small, many small holes. I'm probably butchering it wrong. I want to wait till you bring it up because then people are going to be like, this kid is crazy. But there really is a fear of that. And I don't know what it's called. It's something phobia, but trypophobia is it is that what it is an aversion to the slight to the sight of irregular patterns or clusters of small holes or bumps it is not officially recognized as a mental disorder but may fall under the broad category of a specific phobia if fear is involved and is excessive and distressing i'm not sure what what you're talking about here man images is there images on that it's just like a bunch of like pores, basically. But yeah, it's gross. Okay, well, honey, your your face is, that, is porous. I hate yeah, to yeah, tell you that. Yeah, but like if you zoom in on some of that crap, like that that wow, oh, that freaks me out. All Are right, just so me? everyone knows. What's that bottom left one? It's, don't I don't want to see it, Meg. I'm not literally not going to look at that thing. What what is the bottom left one? It's like. You have no problem looking at that stuff? No. I glanced at it for thirty. It th- looks okay. So there's one of the pictures as an example is honeycomb. Which is kind of freaky. It's not freaky. Well, from depending, depending how it's angled. What's the next one? What's the bottom left one? The bottom left. It looked one. like a finger with holes in it. Yes. Is that what it is? It's photoshopped, though. Like that's. I. I can't. I swear to God, that freaks me out. I think what freaks me out is like when, is when bot. Look at it, Meg. I swear to no, God. No, it's it's funny. No, I'm not. <sighs> I'm not because I, I. It's like one of those things that gets in my head, and then it's just weird. So anybody Google this, I'm sorry if it's going to freak you out, but I guarantee you somebody's going to message me and say, you are 100% right, that freaks me Okay, if everyone could imagine, like, looking at your face with a microscope, and it's just, it looks like you're, like, it's just magnifying to your, your face pores. And, like, one of the examples is, like, all the little seeds on a strawberry. Like, no, that's not bad. Okay, but it's, it's relative. No, it's that's not bad. It's, it's the one, it's the one that, like, I think it's, like, when, like, I don't know. It's very weird. It's a very weird thing, but it really bothers me. I don't know why. It's like a freaky. It's like a freaky thing. There's a lot of things. There's like weird things that I've, as I've gotten older freak me out. I never was freaked out by that as a yeah, kid. Yeah, this is weird. I'm sorry. But isn't it a thing though? It's on there. It's a thing, but I don't understand why it's a thing. I mean, I'm not scared of spiders and snakes and stuff, but like that stuff like freaks me out. Okay, you want to know what I'm afraid of? I think it's just mental stuff. I'm f- afraid of like, I get in my head and it's like a mental thing. Yeah. And I, I almost like freak myself. There's nothing like harmful about it. I just freak my own self out about it. Have you watched Black Mirror? No. Don't. Why is it got that? It'll. It's just like super mentally fucky and. What what is it like a series? Yeah, each episode's different, has different people, and it's just like it's like a lot of weird mental shit. But. In the mic. Oh hello. Okay. I was googling things. That's fine. Just angle, just angle it down. 
um, I don't know. That, that stuff freaks me out. I don't know what it is, though. You, that, you don't think that does, though? That, that doesn't bother me, no. What bothers you? Okay. Heights? Nope. Oceans? Oceans freak me the hell out. Like, you won't go in the ocean? No. The deepest it, I've been ever been in the ocean is, like, like to my waist. knees. Because um, of animals? All right. Because well, of distance? Step one, because of fish like, are weird. Because of, like, the uh, riptides things, current? No, not even anything that the ocean does. It's the things in it and how deep it is. Like, that... I can't. I can't with oceans. Um, I can't with trains. Okay, this is... I know this is, like, the weirdest one that people don't understand, but... So, a couple years ago, there was, like, randomly a lot of deaths via train in Plattsburgh. Deaths via train? Yes. Like, people getting hit by trains. Okay. And, okay, so, like, ah, scary. But then, like, all the movies where someone's about to get hit by a train or, like, does get hit by a train or, like, gets tied to the train tracks, that's always scared me. And, you know, they take a mile to stop. Yeah, I believe it. So you get hit or run over and you're getting dragged by this train. Well, you're probably dead on impact. I know, but it's still gross. Well. You get dragged by this train for a mile. After they realized. And imagine being poor Mr. Conductor being like, shit, I just hit a person. And now it's going to take me all the way to Shazy to stop. Well, well, that's more than a mile. I know. But. Being dramatic. Okay. You'd probably actually get from your house to here. In Probably. A mile. About a mile. It's about a mile. Oceans, trains. What's my other one? I can't think of what it is. Both weird. Little small holes is way worse than that. Oceans, trains. Shit. I don't remember. Like I have not a third. flying or anything? No. You know what freaks me out in flying? Hmm. Yeah, I probably do this on every plane trip for just like a split second. Like you're flying. I have no problem. Like up in the air, whatever. All of a sudden I think in my head, like... Just below me by about 10 or 15 feet is 30,000 feet of nothing to hit the ground. Okay, but that's what I think about in oceans. Yeah, but you're standing. But even in like when I'm taking the ferry in Lake Champlain, like I think about how deep it is and that is not even a deep part of it. Lake Champlain, I refuse to swim in. I will not swim in Lake Champlain. Have you ever swam in it? Yeah, but like then I grew up and realized how many gross ass things are in there. And, like, for me to even swim, we have a camp on Shazy Lake, which has, like, nothing in it. There's, like, salmon and bass and trout, and that's about you it. You won't swim in there either? I will, but I have to be out in the middle, not where, not near seaweed, because fuck that. And I really don't like swimming anyway, but, like, last summer when it was, like, 100 degrees for, like, a week, yes, yeah. I, I, I just kind of sat in a floaty in the lake. Um, I'm not a big swimmer. We used to have swim class in, in school. Yeah, and, me too. Uh, yeah, and I just, it was one, the reason I didn't like it was, one, I like gym class, but by the time you actually got in there, got out, and did, like, the shower, you spent, like, 20 minutes, 25 minutes in there, and, like, nobody really liked it. Um, but I'm the same way, like, I usually don't go swimming, but if it's really hot out, I'll go, and usually it involves, like, day drinking kind of deal, when you're, like, lounging at a pool. Yeah. But I don't, I haven't swam in Lake Champlain in a few years. We go, in the 4th of July, we go down to the Fern, and we go swimming every year in there, but it's, like... It's like the hottest part of the summer. So, of course, yeah. you're just going to like cool off and, and jump in and kind of just float around and paddle around and jump back out. So, I use it more as a cool off versus like hang out and swim. It's like you jump in and climb right back out. But yeah, I, that's I, usually I, what I do. I grew up, I, I actually grew up swimming more in the lake than the pool. Like when I, I was always, I was definitely a, a lake guy over the pool. We had pools growing up, but 
Ugh, no, I've never liked the lake. Did you guys always live where you live? Yeah. You guys have a pool now, your parents? No, we used to, and then we tore it down because we didn't use it. Yeah. It was a lot. I, I find that's like, a lot of work when you're not open I, year-round. I find that's like a huge theme right now with people. Just in general, like over the last few years, like the amount of people that just like tear down pools, like they're becoming less popular. Yeah. I think, well, I don't know if, I mean, up where we are, like to me, a pool, like if I live down in like Florida and yeah. it's hot all year long, yeah, I could, I could justify a pool because like, you know, there's not really, you never really close the pool, I don't mm-hmm. think. So, and you can use it basically 10 months out of the year, most likely. Um, but, uh. I had to ask Emily what I'm afraid of because there's a third one and I really can't think of it. Did she actually give you the answer? No, I said... She's too busy driving her I quad. I said, dude, what am I afraid of? Oceans, trains, and what's the last one? And she said, um, I have no idea. Gluten? And I said, LOL, because she's hilarious. She's coming back on. Do you know that? I didn't. Yeah. She's going she's gonna to be joining. Um, she's looking pretty strong, though. She's an animal. Lifting. Which is funny, because when I met her the first time, she was, like, decent. What's her background besides dance? Was it just dance that she talked about? Yeah, she used to do yoga a lot. Yeah, because she's not like a big girl, but she's like gotten strong. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Um, I'm trying not to not trying not to chew in the uh, in the mic. What'd you think about the uh, the Irish breakfast the other day? Do you want to know my honest opinion? Yeah. Oh, full honesty. You loved it, didn't you? I get it. It's cute and all. Like, but my God, we sat there for hours and listened to really bad jokes. Yeah, that was my thing. There was like a half hour where I was like, huh, it's funny, okay. And then it was like an hour and a half in and I'm like, wow, is, is this all we do at this thing? Because oh, it was my was first one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. You were, had to stand for that thing or whatever. Yeah. There, there was a lot of... Uh... Yeah, and then I got called out basically for being a millennial. Why? Because yeah. you had to stand? Yeah, that thing. Yeah, but there were some older people there. It was your first time. Yeah. The, the, the old, like, little old man band, the the quartet, or whatever they're called. The, the barbershop? Yes. They were so cute. They I liked lit. them. Lit AF. But the rest, I could, like... I like the little... I like the Nate kid that was hitting the, the d- dosimer. You think that was cool? It's, like... Again. Meg. I get it. How many people do you know it play was, the dosimer? It was with the theme. I never knew what a dosimer was before, so now... Yay, I know what that is, but... More respect for the Dossimer, don't you? Yes. I appreciate the event. It was very cute. It was very themed, which I understand. Mm-hmm. But, like, less jokes. I, I kind of wish... I like it. Like, every year, I actually look forward to it. Because I think it's, like, kind of a fun event. Right, part of the reason year. is because it's early on Monday, and you get to see a lot of people, like... Well, yeah. It's that, almost like, a, like a mini, like, field trip. But... Which is weird because that's what I do all day. It's just random stuff throughout the day, but kind of like you. But I think there's got to be like more s- stuff to it versus just like random jokes that some are decent. But I think the guy that read them off a note card like did in like half of those last year. They they sounded very familiar. I don't like the jokes on the note card. The I delivery wasn't good. No. Yeah, I agree. You got you to gotta, you gotta have that memorized. Well, that and like, listen, listeners, I'm not, I'm not all like feminism, like. I wish people could see you right now, Meg. I'm, Your hand I'm, gestures. I'm the the, double, rock, she's the, the rock, rock symbol. symbol. The double rock symbol. 
okay. You actually kind of have like a like a hipster gothic kind of like top on too today. For so, everyone listening, it's a white t-shirt with thin black stripes on it. A <laughs> uh, little, uh, what's it called? Uh, Wednesday Adams, you know? Oh my. Got, got, got a little of that vibe going on, Meg. But Anywho, keep going, keep going. Every single joke, and I, I understand that they're Irish jokes and it's like whatever, but every joke was basically like, I'm a drunk, stupid man and my wife is cranky. Yeah, that's basically it. That was every single joke. That was the base of every single joke. A lot, a lot of the punchlines were the same theme, just different different variations. Yeah. The other problem is we need to get like, we got to get some like pep up there. Like excitement. Yeah. Some, some, of, some of the deliveries were a little like, a little dry. Oh, absolutely. I, I need like, I think there's some good people, man. If you get them up there, like funny people that could really throw a punchline. And I think that would get the crowd going. Because it's, it's early. And it's like, early in the morning. People two, are sleeping. There was like a... Like, they they announced something, and they said, like, Irishmen and ladies, because we need to be inclusive. And it's like, yes, okay, we all understand that we need to be inclusive now, like, 2019, whatever. And again, I'm not, like, I'm not, like, Hit with free the, the nipple. Uh, yeah, I'm not like that. But, like, just let it be. Like, don't... I don't know. Don't seem annoyed by it. Don't be excessive about it. Just coexist as two different types of people under the same roof. I don't get it. But anyway. Are, are you, um, I think you're the same as me. The, 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 again, we don't go into politics, but like the sensitivity of people nowadays yeah. is ridiculous. Oh, it's, it is ridiculous. And I don't want to come off as being sensitive to what was said. But at the same time, like, just don't, like, you could have said Irish men and ladies. Done move on you didn't have to say irishman pause and ladies because we need to be inclusive these days like just okay you just made your sound yourself sound like an idiot i i think um i think just in general when it gets to that like there's probably i say probably and of course people will be like, oh, you said probably there definitely is blah blah like i don't know a lot of like i don't really know anybody that's sexist kind of deal like legit is like I don't think I know of anybody and I think everybody that freaks out about that stuff is just overly sensitive like like I think it's just one of those deals like when you're talking to somebody and you make a gesture I say guys all the time meaning like yeah, more than one person like if I say like if I was like you and Emily but hey guys what do you want to do and I've never really had any backlash to it but I've always thought like people are going to be like freaking out and be like you know that I said guys meaning like, which is, I guess, guys, and what's the term, like, guys and ladies? Is ladies the opposite of guys? Like, man, ma- like, male, female? I guess, yeah. So I'm not going to be like, I would never say to, like, a guy and a girl, hey, hey, ladies, what do you want to do? But I'd say, hey, guys, just as, a, I don't know, is that, like, interchangeable? I've always said guys as, like, a group of people. I don't care. Like, what are you guys doing? But I always find, like, are people going to freak out if I said guys, which is dumb, because if there's no intent behind it, you know, if I was like, well, what do you dudes want to do? Then that's like one thing because I'm just kind of like being a dick about Sometimes it. Sometimes I say folks just because I think I'm funny. <laughs> I actually used to say folks all the time. I used to have roommates and I'd always say night folks. I don't know why I said it, but I did it every night. I think I still say that to a group If of I'm people. addressing a crowd, usually just in my own dry humor, I say folks and hope that somebody laughs. I, I actually do too, which doesn't... It's usually if there's more than one person and it's usually always if I'm leaving... 
like leaving to a house or leaving like back in the day like to go to bed or something mm-hmm. I'd always be like all right night folks and just like yeah i don't know it's weird i don't know why where folks comes from i've never called anybody folks but i do say it's not like i like it's like subconsciously that's what i say i don't I go say, out of my way to say i say y'all all the time folks all y'all there's a thing one time i don't say all y'all because that's redundant it's what are y'all. all y'all doing no what are y'all doing y'all y'all with the y apostrophe a l l yeah, but you, you can't all? say is that an actual all of y'all because y'all is you all. So if you say all of you all, it's redundant. Is y'all an actual form? You know, like there, T H E Y apostrophe R E is Y apostrophe A L L. Well, no, yes. Because it's a co- it's kind of like a compound merge word. Again, I don't remember. Yeah, that but it's more school, of but... a slang thing, I think. Hmm. That's like given a spelling because it's so popular. Y'all. I don't think I've ever said y'all. Oh, I say it all the time. Again, because I think I'm funny. But. Well, I, I would say it like, I would say it in jest. I wouldn't actually say it like that's what I would actually say. Like, I wouldn't just say like, hey, what are y'all doing? No, I, I do say that. What are y'all doing? Maybe I say that. If I say it quick like that, what are y'all doing? What are you all but doing? But in your mind, you like if you spelled out that sentence to yourself, it was you all. Yes. I, I intentionally say y'all. I think if you say y'all with a drawl y'all with a draw <laughs> then that that would be different than if you were to say you all like quick but like y'all you all mm-hmm. you know what i'm trying to say yeah y'all. the one thing i also don't say i've been doing this since i was a kid i don't put g's at the end of anything so when i when i talk it's like like i'm going somewhere mm-hmm. like g-o-i-n apostrophe not a g do you do that i just think because it's my like north country kind of like no, I put a G on things, but I can say, um, so when I went abroad to Germany, um, our German students made a comment about how none of us pronounce the T in a word. Like, instead of don't, mm-hmm. like, we don't, we don't, like, hit that hard, we just say don't. And we just end the word after the N. Don't. Like, no one, because the German language is so harsh, don't. Yeah. they, when they see a T, they're used to a T. They have a T in their language and they're used to like punching that T in the face. And we <laughs> North countryers n- barely ever pronounce the I don't, T. I don't, I say T. I, like, I don't have that. Yeah, but don't, don't it's, it's not, it's not, it's not pronunciated. It's D-O loud. and then we trail off with the N and then the T just is the end of the word. We don't yeah. say don't T, like don't. There don't. isn't, there isn't that sound at the end and that's what the Germans were used to. Don't. Yeah, uh, German's a very aggressive language. Oh, yeah. Do you know German? I did. Barely at How well? Like enough to read signs? Like street signs, yeah. I mean, yeah. we learned the super basic, like, hi, my name is, hi, I'm lost. Guten Tag. Yeah, that's hello or good day. I only know that because it was on The Simpsons one time. You're like, guten Tag, everybody. Yeah, and just so everyone knows, Spreckensy Dick, also from Sp- Step Brothers, loop back to that, is not an actual thing. I don't remember that scene. Remember when the Nazis, like the neighbor, or they are the it's Nazi been, and they're I trying to, they're trying to make years. the neighbors angry. It's been years since I've seen it. I really don't. All right. Anyway, they're like mowing the lawn and they're, they're a Nazi and like yell Spreckensy dick to the, yeah. And it just, it doesn't actually mean a thing. Was it supposed to be like a, like a, like. Spreckensy is like, do you speak? And dick is technically you in German. D-I-C-H. So it doesn't really actually Deke, mean anything. Dick Craig. Yeah. Shout out Matt Craig. We stop, always oh, actually, I stopped Matt by Craig. to see Matt Craig today. I hope he Did listens you? to this. And guess who was not at his office? Matt Craig. Ooh. So 
he's probably he's probably picking up like pork somewhere but actually he's gonna correct me he go and he would say i make my own pork but i don't know where he is he wasn't there i was about to send everybody a hashtag where's matt craig because he's like carmen san diego you never know where he is where in the world is matt craig matt craig he's probably at rotary most today thursday no thursday. no did you join rotary yet no I was supposed to go to a Cernak Lake one, but oh, it, you, meets, you it? it meets Tuesday mornings at 7 a.m. in Cernak Lake. Mm. So that's an early-ass day for me. They don't have, like, a noon one, like, here? No, it's so small. I will I will eventually go, but, oof, I got to get to bed early the night before. What time do you normally go to bed? Mm, 10. What time do you normally Nine, wake? Nine ten, somewhere in there. Like, usually, like lights out, sleeping. No, I or like I'm in my bed, get into bed, through, like in bed, Instagram for an hour and then yeah. go to bed. Okay. Yeah, and then I wake up. My alarm technically goes off at six thirty, but honestly, I just wake up when the sun is in my room. Okay. I don't like blackout curtains. I don't know how people wake up to those. Well, you have blackout curtains. No, don't? I don't. I have like very like. The most light can come through my currents. You know, you know the uh, I, people. I don't think people would ever agree with me on this, but I sleep the best when I'm at a hotel, and I don't know why, because it's not like a special mattress or, or pillow. But like, I think part of it has to do because you can like shut all the curtains and it's like pitch black in there. I've had times where I've like woken up and it's pitch black and it's like 10 a.m. and bright as can be. And I'm like, I, I like slept through my alarm. It was like in a coma sleep. Yeah, see, I don't like that. You're also probably sleep better in a hotel because you're traveling and tired. Probably. That might be some of it. I'm just so, like so tired that I just like, yeah. pass out. But I always sleep very well in a, in a, in a hotel. I don't know what, like, again, it, it must be the tired factor. But there's times though, like, it is so dark in there that you just open up the curtains and it's like, it's like almost like a snow blind kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I hate that. Like... One of my best guy friends is um, a city police officer, and he works night shift. So, like, I understand why he has blackout curtains, because otherwise he wouldn't be able to sleep during the day. But, like, as a normal functioning human being that isn't nocturnal, I don't understand how you can... Like, when I wake up and the sun's shining, I'm like, ooh, okay, time to start my day. It's like in the middle of winter, when you wake up and it's dark out, you don't want to get out of bed. Mm -hmm. So, people with blackout curtains, it's winter all the time inside. How the hell do you wake up? I don't get it. I've never had them personally. Mm-mm. I always, always have. I don't, I don't mind. Like I said, my brother soon, does, my sister-in-law does. I just don't get it. I mean, as 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 soon as it, like as soon as it kind of comes through, I don't know. I, I guess I could wake up on that. It's usually what happens, especially like in the summer. Like you can get it up real early in the summer because it's already laid out. I'm like, which is soon because I mean, what time is it now? It's like seven. Yeah. Seven, and exactly. E- and it's easily light outside now. Yep. Like, you can easily light. It's, like, still dusk-ish. Yeah, probably for another 20 minutes. Yeah. Maybe a little less, maybe 15. Yeah, but, I listen, can we, like, ditch daylight savings time as, like, a society? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm fine with that because... I just don't... I don't see the point of it anymore, like... It's an inconvenience because I had to climb up there and change that clock around after three days of finally reali- realizing that was behind schedule. The phone do- automatically changes, but I don't... I think it... I think it has to do with the farmers... Yeah, but, like, Which these days, there's alarm clocks, and farmers, like, do their thing anyway. So, like, I just don't, especially up here in the winter, you're not well, growing anything. Well, I think certain countries don't have it, and then I also think, like, 
Arizona doesn't have it. Like, why is Arizona just like, we don't have it? New Mexico does. California does. But, I mean, they're all in the same kind of belt they wave. Don't? I Arizona thought, like, doesn't. everyone does. Check, check, what, check which states don't have daylight savings. Hmm. Arizona, and I want to say Hawaii doesn't either. I could be wrong on that. But well, I know. Hawaii, Ar- Hawaii can do whatever the hell they want. Arizona for sure does not. Unless they've changed it this year. Because I. Can you imagine working in the airline industry, though? And, like certain states do and don't oh yeah you'd be lost i think well the good thing is nowadays with phones it automatically kind of updates like if you ever fly like like i used to fly west coast and all of a sudden like my i turned my phone on and it would be 10 a.m but i left at seven so obviously like the, the time uh readjusted saying hey you were in california now so now it's this time zone so that was kind of cool the only problem was when i used to do put my phones in the calendar if I would put something in the calendar on the West Coast for like the future, I put like, okay, next week I have an appointment at 10 a.m. When I got back East Coast, it would adjust it uh. three hours. So all of a sudden, like all my calendars were like, you have a, an appointment at 1 p.m. Eastern time, 10 p.m. Cent, uh, Pacific, but I wanted 10 a.m. Eastern. So Does then it let ju- you pick eat, like what time zone do you want? You in? can, but oh. just out of habit, when I'm just punching stuff in, it does it from the local time zone, which... It's just an inconvenience because then I end up having to go back or I have to keep hitting buttons. Um, I mean, obviously, minor problem, but do you have the list? Arizona, Hawaii, and U.S. territories, including Puerto Rico. Okay, so. Reason, they just have sunlight all damn day. So, that's what it says? Literally. Why would Arizona not New Mexico and California? Thanks to its location, the state gets plenty of daylight and heat all year round. Ignoring daylight savings time helps keep temperatures down during walking hours, cuts back on energy uses, usage, and sinks bedtimes. Like, yeah. Can you look up why do we have daylight savings time? I really think it's because I think it's because of the farmers, which I think was just an old system. Hawaii's just too close to the equator. It says, in Puerto Rico, same as why. Um, let's see. So it's, I got two things. Look up why we have daylight savings time. Then, I want to see how many states... It turns out daylight savings time started out nearly a century ago, back in 1918. Okay, la di la di Is it because of farms? Farmers? This one doesn't really say that, though. Did you, like, did you type in why is... This, art, the same article has reasons. It says, okay, um... Um means also has a means of luring people out into the extended daylight hours to shop attend sporting events and spend time outdoors so basically like i i get that like okay if there's more daylight then hooray you want to go do more stuff but like like right now the sun is out morning and night and then in the winter time it's a it's a an hour later, you get an extra hour in the winter, but it's still dark at 4 p.m. here. So, like, there's no point. Might as well be dark at 3 p.m. Well, Who cares? I, yeah, I think that's what it is. They move it back to 4, where it would be technically dark at 3. three? Yeah. But, like, what is the difference between yeah. 4 and... Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah Petition no, to get rid of daylight savings time. Um other thing can you check to see how many states have multiple time zones in their country in their country in their state i can only think of one what do you think it is there's one state that i know has dual 
Mm. I think long. Horizontally long. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to like Kentucky, that's long. Close. Um He's pointing down. Um I don't know. I'm not Tennessee. really Tennessee. Uh, okay. Yeah. But there might be another one. I like I'm thinking like Texas, maybe. No. Texas would be central, you think? All central? Mm-hmm. Cause you gotta think something on like you know, it's like Colorado or Whoa, okay, here we go. Oh, there's multiple. Oregon Oregon and Idaho are split between mountain and Pacific time zones. Nebraska, Kansas, Texas, North and South Dakota, divided between central and mountain. Jesus. Florida, Michigan. Florida. Indiana, Kentucky, Tennessee. I don't believe this. Are eastern and central. Well, maybe they just, as a state, decide. Oh, you know why? Because Florida's got the panhandle. It must be like 50 miles is central time zone. Yeah, but I think they just, as a state, it's like... Yo, we're we're Eastern. Hmm. I don't know. That was a lot. I actually. Oh, scratch that! I thought it was just Tennessee. What a world we live in. Amazing. 2019, just great. I always wonder. There's a lot of general knowledge stuff that I don't know. That I wonder how long it will take me to actually know. Like what? I don't know. Like that seemed kind of like arbitrary that I should know. That's like a random ass trivia question that they would play at a trivia game in a bar. No one would know the answer. Oh, the office. Some asshole in the corner. The office trivia. Yeah, they better do that again. I'm still bitter about that. I'm just going to host my own. I think if I did, oh, let's perfect segment right now. KYP. No, let's do it right now. Ask what? me ask me a question. See if I get it. About Maybe. the office? Yep, anything. I don't even, I, I honestly don't feel like I know enough to, like I know it, but I don't, I can't think of a trivia question. Hmm. Okay. Let me let me ask you some, some trivia questions. See if you get this. Okay. I'll start off easy. So then you can kind of like build your way in. This will be fun. Can I Google some and quiz you? No, you can't Google. Just say if you don't know it and I'll give you the answer. Okay. Um, We'll start off like super simple. Where is Dunder Mifflin? (laughs) Scranton, Pennsylvania. Beautiful. Okay. Let's (laughs) name me four four other Dunder Mifflin branches. Okay, Scranton is one. That doesn't count. Four others. Listen, let me just think out loud here. It is this a is, This is great. Oh, I'm all. excited. We're talking office trivia. Let's do this. Oh, where does Jim go to work? God damn it. I don't know. Nashua, New Hampshire. Buffalo. Utica. Albany. Samford. Samford. I... I want to say I don't think there's a Syracuse. Okay, so that's one. So I got I got a few there. Which That was kind of hard. That was a bad that, step that, too. Wow, that was okay. Well, uh, all right. So um <laughs> well, okay, what easy. What type of farmer is Dwight? A beet farmer. Okay. Who's what's Dwight's cousin's name? It's Emily's favorite character, right? I don't know. Yeah, she said that on her podcast. Oh. I don't know. Moe's. Moe's. Damn it. <laughs> Who, um, what character on The Office is played by Michael, which character on The Office <laughs> is played by Steve Carell's wife? She's blonde. And she's the first blonde that's the realtor, right? She's not. Ooh. Yes. You remember the name? Um, 
I don't remember her name, but she's she's before Jan. Carol. Very Carol. good. Yes. Wow, Meg, that was a tough one. I didn't think you'd get that. Um, what what cartoon character stuffed animal sits on the top of the next to Dwight on top of the filing cabinet? What cat? What cartoon character? The stuffed animal. I have no idea. Really? I've never noticed. Homer Simpson. Wow, I've literally never... What sticker is next to... I, 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 oh, my I'm, God. i got a pretty good memory. What sticker of a classic video game is also on that say, same said counter? Filing cabinet. I don't know. Mario Kart? Frogger. <sighs> okay. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go easy. Or... That's Yeah, that's insane. That's... Well, this is the kind of stuff... I would have blown people away at this thing, and I was, I was ticked. What... Every office member has a, has a picture on a mug... What is the symbol behind all their pictures? It's a white mug. They had their photo, but there's another. There's a blue symbol behind their faces on a mug. I'm getting really. It's a star. Okay, I, I'm like really going hard on you now. So like, can you how we'll about some actual we'll things that they like talk about we'll or like things we'll that happen? What what is Jim and Pam's secret handshake? I don't know. <laughs> Just a high five. The air high five. Make. Oh well, yeah, but that's not like a handshake. Well, like gesture. No, I'm thinking like a like patty cake shit. Who was Pam's fiance prior to Jim? Roy. Who? What did Michael Scott burn his foot on? Um, the the, the George Foreman grill. Making bacon. Correct. Ooh, making bacon. Double points. There you go. Um, when Michael had a surplus of money, what two items were up in the running to be purchased? And there was an argument amongst the office. Besides Jan's boobs? Nope. That was a different... <laughs> um, an argument like all the office people were involved Like there was in two pieces of office equipment supplies that were up in the running oh was one like an espresso machine or like a coffee machine of some kind what was that that was a prize for something the i don't think there was anything for the espresso machine yep. oh cafe yeah, remember disco cafe disco when the girl came in to sell the purses yep he gave it to her um isla fisher also the wedding crashers yes she is um forgot her name though wait a minute no that's not the same girl it is no it is not mm-hmm. is it amy adams then it's yes. one of the two. Yes. It's Amy Adams? Yes. Is it? I think so. Mm. It's not, I, no, mm. it's not the same girl from the wedding mm. crush. I know that. The answer to my question was a new copier, and the other one was new chairs. Pam wanted the new chairs, and pretty much everybody else wanted the new copiers. Is that when he fell in love with the chair model? Michael did, yes. yes. In the magazine? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Um, which office... Member Amy Adams was the purse. Girl. It was Amy Adams. Isla Fisher is the wedding crashers girl. Mm, they're very close, both redheads. Yeah, but they're two different people. Yeah, but they're close. If you do a side by side, like, was it Amy Adams? Man, she went on the big things after that. Yep. Um. Hmm. Which two office staff members? argued over 
Who was head of party planning committee? Angela and Phyllis didn't argue, or was it? Well, Phyllis, I yes. guess. Okay, I thought she. Where, where did Jim propose to Pam? Ooh, propose. I remember the first kiss. I remember the wedding and the actual wedding on the boat. Oh, my God. I haven't watched. I'm like, I think I'm a season before the proposal right now in my in my rewatch. Um, so you want the answer? Yeah. At a truck stop midway between Scranton and New York City. New York City. I don't even remember that episode. It was Yeah. It was pouring rain. He went out, proposed. <laughs> Beautiful. I've watched it way too many times. I'm hoping people like actually listen to this. Like this is not crazy, and I've actually seen it as many times as this. Another question: mm-hmm. the back door behind Kevin mm-hmm. and Oscar and the accountants. Mm-hmm. What's that go to? You don't find out until almost the very last season. Their little kitchenette. No, behind the accountants. Literally behind Kevin and Oscar. Oh, I don't, and Meredith, I don't know. like the kind of in that. It's it's the camera crew's room. Oh. Fun fact. I like that they like recognize that the camera people are there. Um Hmm. Where does Toby go? Where does Toby go on vacation slash to move and then comes back? Somewhere warm. <laughs> Costa Rica. <laughs> yes. What day did Ryan first hook up with Kelly? What date? What date? What What date? I don't know. February 13th. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how I know so much dumb stuff about The Office, but I do. All right. No, I have Googled some questions, and now it's your turn to be here. Did you? Let's go. Let's go. I'm so excited right now. This is letting me relive what we couldn't do a few weeks ago. By the way, I'm like a third of the way through this cheese. Not good. Eating a whole bar of cheese right now because I haven't ate anything all day. All right. If you know this one, there's something wrong with you. What sort of shoes does Clark suggest Andy should buy Aaron to wear for the newscaster audition? Stilettos. Be more specific. Six-inch stilettos. No, it's just open-toed heels is what it says. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Okay. I do remember the episode. During his embarrassing Dundee Award presentation, Michael covers a number of popular songs. To whom is Michael presenting a Dundee Award and then sings the song along to You Sexy Thing? Ryan. Yes. That one was easy. In the episode Diversity Day, workers in the office undergo a training program on diversity. What is the reason for this needing to happen? This is this is like the because Kelly Kapoor wanted it. No. Ah, you really? That's not it. No. Diver. Wait, wait. Diversity Day. It's like very early. Oh, oh, no, Diversity Days. I thought it was. You know, it was like second season, wasn't it? Because mm-hmm. Kelly wanted a position as no. like. <sighs> Michael upset his coworkers by attempting to recreate a Chris Rock comedy routine. <laughs> I would have known that one. I just watched that episode not too long oh, ago. Oh. Damn it! I'll keep going. 
In the Alliance episode, Michael is asked by Oscar to donate to his nephew's walkathon for charity. How much money does Michael donate, not realizing that the donation is per mile? $50. No. $5. No. $10. No. (laughs) $25? Damn it. I knew it was like a lot of of money. What is Michael Scott's middle name? It is mentioned in the Halloween episode. I know this. Dwight's is Kurt. Um, Michael's is... Michael... Michael is... Steve? Nope. Michael... What's the, what's the letter? G. Michael Gary. Yes. Damn it. Why not... Uh, I should knew that. Right, that one's too easy. What is it? He says it's too easy and not ask This it. character became Jim's love interest after he moved to Stanford. Seriously? No, I know. I'm um Karen. Yes. I was gonna say Kate, but it's not Kate. In the basketball episode, who does Michael say is on the team, of course? Stanley. Yes. And himself. Why? Because he's black. Yeah. But sucks. Stanley, you're black. In the very first scene of The Office, Michael asks Jim how things are going at which public place. I would never know this one. At which public place? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think they were at this place. I think they were just... He was making small talk and being Michael. I want to say like... I can't remember. Like the mall or something. It's the library. And the answer... Like under the answer, they give a little explanation. And it says, Michael calls the librarian on the phone, sir. And the person on the other end is a female. Don't remember that at all. Hmm. That was the pilot? Yeah. I never would have got that. Damn. That's stupid. I wouldn't have got that one. Uh, there was a dumb question. Um, in season two, episode five, Halloween again, what is the name of the person who was fired? <laughs> um, he was fired instead of Creed, but I can't think of his name. Devin. Yeah, that's it. Dwight tries to fire Stanley, but is unable to. Michael also tried to fire Creed, but Creed convinced Michael that he should stay and Devin should be fired instead. Mm -hmm. Thus, Devin was let go and Creed stayed. Yep. It's pretty good on that. Because Creed's like, yeah, yeah, I remember the whole scene. Devin, damn it. Which is weird because he wasn't on the show up until that episode. What county in Pennsylvania is the Dunder Mifflin Scranton branch located? Wilkesbury. No. <sighs> Lackawanna. <laughs> <laughs> Lake Lackawanna? Yeah. In the fun run episode, what objects in Angela's freezer convinced her that Dwight had killed her cat? A bird. Mm-mm. 
Do you quit? What objects in Angela's freezer convinced her that Dwight had killed her cat? Tails? Mm-mm. Bags of frozen french fries. What? I'm going to read this to you. Okay. Please, yes. Explain that. In the fun run episode, first was the first of season four. Meredith was in the hospital because Michael hit her with his car. Yep. Angela was reluctant to go to the hospital with her colleagues because she needed to go home to care for her cat Sprinkles. Mm-hmm. Her cat. That would have been a good. That would have been a good one. What's Angela's cat? She name? convinced Dwight, Dwight to care for Sprinkles in her place. When Dwight would, returned, Angela asked him if there were any problems, and he replied, "Well, you left the TV on, and your cat is dead." He told her that he put Sprinkles in the freezer because of the odor. Later, after Angela checked out the situation at her home, she confided in Pam that she thought Dwight had killed Sprinkles. As she put it, all my bags of frozen french fries had been clawed to shreds. (laughs) I never would have got that. (laughs) This led to Angela Angela to ask Pam, did Roy ever kill one of your cats? (laughs) What is the web address of Creed's blog? I'm assuming creedbratton.com. No. <laughs> www.creedthoughts.gov.www/creedthoughts. <laughs> and it is a word document in case anybody didn't know I that. That was from Michael. No, Creed had one. They both did? Cuz yeah. Michael had one that Ryan set up. And remember Michael's like I log in every day and do my blog and he's just typing on a word document? No, I'm pretty sure that's Creed. It was Creed or you sure? It's Creed. Yeah. Mm. No, Michael had to learn PowerPoint, remember? And he was supposed to do a presentation on it, and then he didn't. I just watched that episode, so I remember. Mm. (laughs) In the episode Diwali, Michael eats (laughs) some of Indian food and spits it out because he thought it was what? Uh, I know the episode was Kelly Kapoor's family thing. Yeah. Diwali. Um, he thought <laughs> like pork or something. No, he thought it was s'mores. <laughs> <laughs> At the celebration, Michael is upset to find out what he is ate is not s'mores, and then complains that they are not very hard to make. <laughs> All right. That's also where he proposed to Karen on their first. It was like one of their first dates. Or Carol. 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 Yeah. Like, she dressed as a cheerleader. <laughs> Remember Michael dressed as? I don't. Himself with his head on his shoulder. <laughs> that wasn't for that episode. That was not. Swear to God. Type in office Diwali costume or something. He goes walking in and he goes, Carol goes, I thought you said it was a costume party, but they're all dressed up and like, traditional Indian garb and he's got it's him and off his left shoulder is like a paper mache like mini me no that is not that look episode look it up look it up I'm looking it up and all he has is like a flower thing on oh yep there it is uh, oh I thought that was like an office say, thing let me say he did he wore it twice there you go oh That's he did it. wear That's it twice same. okay yep. that makes me feel better alright he repackaged regifted his own I think I would have done pretty well because some of those questions were What I would have really enjoyed being at Office Trivia, but clearly. Hmm. I wish you would have posted the questions. 
That's good though. What'd you do? Let's just, just have our own. I literally just Googled Office trivia questions. Do you think a lot of people watch The Office? Yes. You know what I, I read the other day? Listeners, if you don't watch The Office, what is wrong with you? Yeah, the, the, the most, two most watched shows I think on Netflix ever or still is The Office and Friends. Yes. Of which I watched well, one and then the other. I've never seen Friends, so. Why? It's just not for me. I love Friends. I actually, I watched the last episode. I was by myself. I was hungover as hell. It's a Saturday, and I put Netflix on, and then stupid me put Netflix on being the last episode of Friends, and then I cried, and then I was just miserable the rest of the day. Hmm. Did you cry at the last Office episode? No, I don't like the end of the Office. Like, as soon as Michael Scott's gone, forget it. I thought it got better. It took a dip, and then it got better. No. Yes. I don't like Will Ferrell. That was bad. That was bad, and like everything with Saber was bad. But then at the very end, when it just got Andy better, Andy also he's annoying. Yeah, but the very ending was a good episode. I thought, I thought the Office had a good last episode. Nope. When Michael dips, I dip. I I I, I get sentimental during the Office. I actually cried the other day. Like there was a video that was posted, and it was this little kid, and he was boxing, and he had like blind a blindfold on. I don't know. It was training something. So he's fighting, and this guy's standing there dressed in, like, army garb, and he's, like, knocking him back. Well, it was his dad, who had been, like, in Iraq or wherever. Oh, I when just it, saw that, yeah. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. Like, th- those are one of the ones that, like, when the kid, po- like, I think it's just different now that I have a kid, but, like, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm getting more soft as I get older. Okay, I just had, I can't remember what it was. Oh, on Twitter, I'm, for those of you, I love Twitter. It's one of my favorite things. Also, did the, did the rock on Single. With that. Hit you with, hit you with a single. Just a single, yeah. Um, but on Twitter, there's an account called Thoughts of a Dog. <laughs> and it said... Oh, yes. Thoughts of a Dog. We're filling, we're filling wine. Dear God. All right. Um, it says, The human is fast asleep, but I jumped in their bed and cuddled close to remind them that I love them because nighttime is long and I'm worried they might forget. And I was like... I actually teared up. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Oh, my God. It's so sad. I talked to... They're uh, so simple. I talked to someone today, um, future guest on the podcast. I won't not, 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 not mention her name. She's watching Five Dogs this weekend. Who is she? I can't say it. I'll Will tell you, you off tell air. tell me after? Okay. Off air. I want to be future, your friend. I dogs it. Future guest. Five Dogs. The most I've ever watched is three. Well, you better step your game up, girl, because she's she's doing a five bagger this week. Okay, but what size? Because I had two XL and one large. What was the XL? What's classified as an XL dog? A Newfoundland mixed with a Golden Retriever. All right, fair. And the other one's a German Shepherd and something, but she's also massive and vicious. Not vicious, but like will kill a rodent. There's a um, a puppy retriever. Mm-hmm. And two goldens. Are you kidding me? Those are large. That's easy as hell. No. Puppies are Satan. Like that'll that's you know, that's hard. But golden retrievers are the easiest dogs ever. I want it because I'm a You just let them outside and just throw a tennis ball out there and they'll entertain themselves for hours. That right there is like my that's like a version of hell right there for me. Me watching five dogs. Yeah, because you can't breathe. Yeah, I would die. I went to a house yesterday, Black Lab, got near me. I was outside, luckily. Like, makes me uncomfortable. 
Don't mind them. Like, I think they're good pets. Are you afraid of them? No, no, no. Like, just... I'm just afraid that I'm going to get sick. Well, yeah, that's different. So it's different. No, like, actual dog. Like, I'm fine with dogs. Like, I wish I could just, like, play with them all. But, I like, get anxiety in pizza shops. True. I had pizza today. Hmm, yay for you. Well, so we're sitting there. I'll give a shout out to um, Mr. Seth Adams. Um, we're sitting there and we're doing this whole thing at that North Country Connects. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm starving. So I'm like, I'm, and I was meeting with Seth after. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to ask Seth if he wants to go get lunch instead because, like, I'm starving. I got to eat. Haven't ate today. So then, like, right at the very end, Jody gets up and she's like, oh, hey, this guy, great dude, blah, 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 just brought us pizza. Like, literally, Seth bought pizza for everybody there. Aww. Seth's great. Like, he's a great dude. Adam's brother's paint. Adam, Adam's brother's painting. Seth and Sam, great guys. If you need painting, please use them. So Seth ended up buying that. And, of course, you know Seth. He's just a great dude all around. So. Mm-hmm. He uh, he provided pizza for everybody, and a lot of people ate it, so it was very good. Um, also, crazy hair. Have you seen this hair? No, he was wearing a toque when I saw him last. Oh yeah, at the at the breakfast. Mm-hmm. He uh, he's got shaved sides, and the top of his head looks like a almost like a mohawk, and any because he always wears hats. So like when he takes his hat off, just imagine like this big ball of hair all over the place but it's contained because the sides are like shaved down to like a one on the guard but the top of his head looks like this like like a hedgehog looking thing (laughs) and uh and every time you see him he's always in like his painting stuff so you know he's a Mm -hmm. good painter because he always is dressed with paint all over him so i love it because he showed up at the uh the breakfast like looking like he just came out of a paint room and i loved it it was so good yep I asked him to paint one of the. I'm probably, oh, did you get it the stairs? I'm gonna. He's gonna do the stairs for me. Oh, well, good. Um, but then in the same swing, I'm probably gonna have him do all the ceilings, mm. like in the whole damn house because I hate what color hate, are they? hate painting they, the ceiling. The white. Okay, so I have like a couple different whites because some are like still the old paint, mm-hmm. which is just like an icky, dated white, and then my dining room, my bedroom, and the bathroom all have like. They're like nice primed ceiling white, but my living room is yucky. My dining room needs to be redone. My kitchen is yucky and Barrett's room is yucky. It's not yucky. It's just like not pretty white. Not for you. It's like an off white. It's an old dated white. That'd be probably really quick for him to do. Yeah. Yeah, I met him at North Country Connection when I did it. The first, it, we were in like the first. Is he on like class. his third go around of this? Probably. Yeah, he's great, good dude. Um, Ian brought pizza for the whole class. Give him a hat though. Then he put it over his hair, which was good. Kind of matted it down. So. <laughs> um. I like to paint walls. That's like, honestly, it's entertainment for myself. I go buy a twenty-something dollar can of paint and it keeps me busy all day it's well awesome. i was helping um adam yeah, yeah i'm adam. gonna help nicole this weekend yeah what day is that sunday yeah i'm not i can't go sunday but i ended up using he had this like long thing and he bought it like lows for like 20 bucks and it was like basically like could thing yeah yeah but it was like pretty and he was like yeah you can do the floor like it was like of course i had like the little roller that's all i trusted myself with we were just priming so you don't want me doing the finished code on on anything so um no, painting, painting's like decent. Put some music on and just like, mm-hmm. just go go to town. Um, we actually had Domino's Pizza. I've had pizza back-to-back days. 
but it had like a really good crust on the outside. Do you eat any pizza? Gluten-free pizza. It's got cheese on it, though. Yeah, whatever. How bad are you with dairy? Dairy is that, is that fine worse for the than gluten part. for you? Gluten's worse, right? Well, okay, all right. Knowledge bomb, listeners. I'm going to tell you about celiac disease, mofos. And she's also vegan. I'm not. No, I am not. Capital N O T, vegan. Um, no, I like steak and I like bacon. Not a, not like I like bacon, but I don't like ham. You like sausage? I don't like sausage. I, I'm not a big. I like bacon and ham. Sausage like depends. Like breakfast sausage? No. No. Like like cool so- sausage with cheese crackers and mustard. Well, that. But I'm also thinking like peppers and onions on sausage like you know you put them on like a hoagie roll kind of thing i don't like those either i can eat those those are good but no i agree keep going breakfast sausage or ground sausage like it's kind of a little greasy for me yeah, i don't really love breakfast food okay anyway so celiac disease mofos um so back to bio in high school remember on your little small intestine there's all these little things that look like little fingers and they absorb all the nutrients for your body so if you have celiac disease and you eat gluten, which gluten is not just wheat, it is wheat, barley, and rye. So if you think of any beer you've ever had, all wheat, barley, and or rye. What about, the, what about the gluten-free beer? They're made with sorghum, typically. Sor what? Sorghum. Okay. Just different. Anyway. Um, so when you consume gluten and have celiac disease, basically it creates like this little like acid burn reaction in your small intestine, in which burns all those little finger things that absorb the nutrients, and then thus, over time, you cannot absorb nutrients. Bad. Okay, so that's what celiac is. If you are gluten-sensitive, you may get a bellyache, but if, if you don't have blood work that says your celiac disease gene is like active, then you don't have celiacs. You are just sensitive. Or allergic, maybe, depending on how you want to phrase it. When people do it for a goddamn diet, they're not doing themselves any better. Because, okay, knowledge bomb again. Gluten-free stuff. If you get a gluten-free loaf of bread and a normal loaf of bread, and you don't have celiacs, and you don't have a sensitivity, and you don't get a bellyache or whatever, you eat the normal effing bread. It's bigger, it's fluffier, it's yummier, and it's cheaper. Gluten-free products are typically 30% higher in price than its equivalent gluten item so stop wasting your money a b you're gonna force yourself into celiacs just because you think it's some fun diet and if you want to go carb free it's not the same as being gluten free also if you're the person who gets the gluten free pasta and then you still eat the stupid bread that they put on the table at the italian restaurant F you, because you are exactly what's wrong with the gluten-free society in the restaurant business eyes, because people don't take it seriously, because you people don't take it seriously. Anyway, and rant. I have celiac disease. I've been gluten-free for five years now. I've not had pizza, normal-ass pizza, five to six years. I got cauliflower crust and cardboard crust, basically. Have you made almond Almond flour crust? No, I don't bake. No. I buy shit that's already made. Oh. Can't make it homemade. I, I tried doing that one time. It, it, it's good if you do it correctly. Um, 
Hmm. The only problem is, again, almond flour is very expensive. If you go like they the co-op and get any, it out, it's Any pricey. flour that isn't gluten, if it's expensive because... I think almond flour is literally just really, really yes. fine almonds. Yes. So usually a gluten-free flour, like baking mix, is a combination of like rice, tapioca, coconut, almond. Like there's a bunch of blends that they use to make it as close as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you just use straight up almond flour and don't mix it with anything else, it's going to it's gonna fall apart. Think about, okay, almonds, they're... <laughs> Almonds, rice, tapioca, which honestly, I don't even know what that is. I think it's a rice tapioca? cousin. I don't even know. It's like an old school, like grandma makes tapioca tapioca pudding. Yes. Okay. But tapioca flour. Hmm. So, anywho, you need the blend because the original ones suck. But what I do, because I'm lazy, is if I feel like pizza, I either go to Hobie's and get their cauliflower crust. It's great. Try it. Um, but I also go to the co-op. They have a gluten-free crust um, against the grain is what it's called. Shout out. That's tapioca forward, so it's it's squishy. Wait, where's is that? The co-op. Or oh, Hannaford sorry. or Market 32. They all have them. Okay. Um, but yeah, mofos. If you're not gluten-free, stop eating gluten-free. Okay? And rant. Luckily, the only thing I've ever found that I have like an intolerance to, which is not really an intolerance, is milk. If I'm really kind of watching what I eat and being conscious of what I eat, not like like Matt Craig keto, but you know, like just like. <laughs> Do we shout out Matt Craig in every every episode? I just give <laughs> shit every episode. So Matt <laughs> ran the other day. Matt Craig goes, "Hey, yeah, your shirt's great. It's a little tight around the neck." I said, well, Matt, you're a little tight around the belly. You gotta get let's get the let's get, you gotta step up the keto game. So, so I think he went home and had a big steak and just cursed me out the rest of the day. But it's all right. We love Matt, friend of the show. Um, but the uh, where was I going with that before? I, I oh yeah, was was milk. If I don't drink milk or I don't have dairy for a while, which usually when I kind of like watch what I eat, I don't. It just naturally kind of like cut it out without whatever cut cut out a little bit but then when i introduce milk back in i usually get like very stuffed up mm-hmm. so i get which i'm not like it doesn't do anything to my stomach or anything but i it's literally like an allergic like sinus kind of thing which i've heard happens like people kind of get like a you know kind of you know they get it's just like an allergic reaction to milk mm-hmm. but i don't like it doesn't bother my stomach it's just a lot of the nose but um that's the only one i can think of food wise luckily peanut butter fine if peanut, that would really mess me up if peanut butter was bad. I love peanut butter. I think out of all... I get in a habit of eating it with a spoon. And like when I was like super fit and figure skating all the time, it was fine and dandy. But now that I just sit on my butt, it's not... <laughs> peanut butter with a spoon is Dude, not Because if you good. think about like with the serving sizes of peanut butter, two tablespoons is not a lot of peanut butter. Like you know when people like stick the, stick the spoon in and take a big scoop of peanut butter? Yeah. That's probably two to three servings on that spoon. Yeah. Like a tablespoon, like flat to the to the measurey thing mm-hmm. is not no not a lot. That's nothing. I I have a tablespoon, but it's like thumb. stacked like six high. For peanut butter. Yep. Do oh, you, that's like a that's you, such a great snack. Do you just one scoop bring yep. it? So you do one big scoop. Yep. And then I the go couch, sit on the couch and, and watch just, the office. Yep. And just kind of just munch on it. Like you just take little chunks. I on. lick it like it's an ice cream cone. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Mm-hmm. That sounds amazing, but, um, yeah, 
when I'm like watching what I eat again, when I'm like weighing and measuring stuff like that right there, don't roll your eyes. Emily, I'm trying. We're really trying. We're trying Emily, to get... I have almost a whole bottle of water completed here, honey. Little Meg's going to turn into a grape pretty soon. We're excited. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, peanut butter. Pe- a little bit of peanut butter goes a long way, but it's good. But I don't like all the funky nut butters. I'm not into almond like... butter. I'm not oh, into sun I like butter. butter. Cashew butter? Cashew, Cashew butter. butter's okay. Cashew butter's good. I, I do like almond butter. The only thing is when I get almond butter, I get the not I get the raw almond butter, so it's just straight up Blech. almonds. It's grittier, has a grittier taste. Um, the problem is if you get natural peanut butter or natural almond butter, there's no sugar in it, so it tastes a little more bland than if you were to get like Skippy or Jif, which has stuff okay, in it. Okay, but I get the Jif natural. Yeah, there's still stuff in there. There's still palm no. oil. No, no, I read it. I'll fact look check. Up the ingredients Please fact right check now. this. It's actually sweetened with molasses. It's still sweetened though. There's there's excess sugar in it. It's not it's not just raw or natural. Whatever. Some of us don't, don't care to well, well, I'm measure saying the skippy, and keto and the skip, CrossFit. The skippy and, the skippy peanut butter natural actually has stuff in it, even though they call it natural, which doesn't make any sense, but it's good, so I eat it. But um, this is what we got to do. Actually, Emily's gonna come on and talk about gut health in a couple weeks. Yeah, Emily fixed my stomach. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Ingredients made from peen- peanuts, sugar. Oh, wait. Second green. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Palm oil. <laughs> oh, did I just say that too? 2% oh, or less of salt and molasses. Well, whatever. Any soy lectin? No, and that's that's why I eat that. Peanut butter is because soy super messes with my belly. I hate, Soy is Satan. I hate soy. I hate tofu. Yep, no. Gross vomit, puke if it's, everywhere. If it's made, factory made, I do not want it. Granted, as I'm eating wheat thins here, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it's 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 anything that is. Um, I think I've only had tofu once, but uh, like the consistency like rubber, of it. Uh, like uh, I, you slap it and it bounces back. I don't want to eat it. Oh, uh, like spam. Gross. <laughs> spam just sounds bad. Like who eats spam? People in Hawaii. That's like a thing that they. It's cheap like, to get there because it. it's so expensive to get ship stuff there. Matt Craig, swear to God, went to his podcast. It's back in November, and uh, he pulls out of his desk a tin of sardines. This is when he was like first getting on keto. He's like, "Dude, sardines are so good." I'm like, and he's literally pulling sardines out of like the wax, like the tin that you rip, like yeah. you almost like a pull tab. Yeah, you pull it down, and there's just like sardines sitting in some kind of like yeah, it's like a water wax. gooey gel. Yeah. yeah, and he's like eating sardines. Like, dude, they're so good. I'm like, man. Nope. I don't care how keto you are. Go get like a hard-boiled egg. Can't when I worked it. at Hobie's, there was like two people ever that weren't ordered anchovies on their pizza. And I've, I've, I've actually never had it, so I can't knock it, but it's just one of those I've deals like... I've never eaten them, When you're I pulling can't. it out of a can like that, mm-mm. Yeah. And they still... They have little hairs on them. They have like little chin hairs. What's the weirdest thing you've ever ate? Man... Like combination of two strange foods or just Whatever. weird straight up? Give me one of each. A weird straight up, I don't think I've had anything like super extravagant. Like I love I love oysters and clams and shellfish. Um, you ever had frog legs? People just freak out about nope. frog legs. Never had frog, never had alligator, never had ostrich, never had anything like Frog legs are good. Weird like I used that. To like those, but they're fried somewhere. Yeah. Fried anything. Fried meat is meat. It's like a chicken. Yeah. 
Um, I eat, I like love to eat a strange combination of food and I don't, oh, um, carrots and peanut butter is one of my favorite snacks and some, yeah, you're looking at me funny. That's so good. Well, people do celery with peanut butter. Carrots with peanut butter. Odd, but keep going. Celery is gross. You know how sometimes, I love celery. Love sometimes celery. you get that like really sour celery and you just want to die a little. Do you like the green or the white, more whitish celery or the real green? No, the real green. Yeah, me too. Um, I like celery. I do too, but like, just trust me, try carrots and peanut butter. It's a healthy snack. Mm. It gets you pumped up for C-Fit or X-Fit. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. He just um, X-Fit. X going to give it to you. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'll do peanut butter with uh, carrot. Carrots? Just try it. Okay. It's seriously one of my favorite snacks. Um, what else? Oh, potato chips and ketchup. Don't hate. No, it's no, the no. Same damn thing as a French fry with ketchup, but it just doesn't have I like, guts. I like I like ketchup chips. They're a very Canadian thing, but I always get them like when I go to Twenty Below mm-hmm. for a sub. Yeah. And they have ketchup chips, or if I go to Zooks and they have ketchup chips, yes. I always get ketchup chips. They're just too. There's I like too them. much flavor on those. Those are, but I do like those. I do like um, ketchup chips. Also. I've never had peanut. If literally you go never, to Canada and get ketchup, they actually make it with sugar. It's way better. So good. Way better. And I've said this before, and I didn't realize that there was an actual difference. But I mm-hmm. said if you've ever gone to Canada yep. and gotten ketchup, it will blow any other ketchup away. Mm-hmm. It's sweeter. Yes, I agree, hundred percent. My dad had kids on his hockey team that had a dual citizenship, and they would always, they literally would get my dad a giant bottle of Canadian ketchup for Christmas. And it's like Heinz up there. It's just made different. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. Like, so when I went to Germany, okay, everyone's had a Haribo gummy bear at some point in time. A what? Haribo gummy. They're in the gold packets. Okay. So I'm not a gummy person. I went to Germany. Holy God. The gummies there are like heaven in your mouth because it's like real actual ingredients, not just sugar and corn syrup and artificial flavoring and then on top of the haribo being delicious and actually squishy like every time i've had an american haribo they're like hard right so there was a specialty gummy bear shop that we went to in germany they had like every flavor you could imagine they had like different shapes how old were you when you went 17 yes you're like okay Um, you're like peak sugar level oh absolutely i came home with a heavier luggage on the way in that I did or on the way out than I did on the way in and I had like gifts for the family and stuff like yeah everybody buys stuff but like some people bought like wine for their parents or like whatever I straight up had a, like 30 extra pounds in my suitcase of gummy bears have you tried ordering them off like Amazon I you probably could to be honest Legit, I went online to order from the specialty gummy bear shop because I found the little... I took one of their brochures with me when I left, and the entire website was in German, and I definitely was not that advanced. So, I do stay in touch with some of the exchange kids that we had, so if I really became desperate enough, I would ask... Ship a goodie bag. Like, my boy, Stefan, to translate. Stefan. With a PH? No, it was... It, it looked just like Steven, but yeah. how they pronounce it is Stefan. Stefan. Yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. Stefan came 
after our exchange, he also came and stayed at my house one time just because he was like traveling the world like Europeans do. Backpacking. He, Backpacking through America. Yeah, and he hung at camp, and my brother and all his friends tried to keep up with him drinking, and they all died. Really? Yeah. Mm. Stefan is like 6'3". Big dude. He's like a he's a rower. Mm. Um, he's like on the crew team or whatever. Does he have a very harsh language pronunciation? Does yeah, he but pronounces he, T's and don't. Yes. Okay. But no, Stefan's a good kid. Shout out to Stefan if he's listening. Awesome Does international he speak, he podcast. He speaks English. Yeah, they so they start speaking had, English in fourth grade, and we started <laughs> like the semester before we went. <laughs> speaking German. Mm-hmm. Um. Another fact. Guess. Guess this. So I was checking the other day. I don't really check much on like the stats. I figured out. I figure out like where the downloads are from this. We're pretty good. I think we're over eight hundred now. Wow, it's pretty impressive. Holy shit! Eight hundred downloads, which I think is good. I don't know, but I don't really care. Um, he cares. But there's every download has been in the U.S. except one country. Can you name the country? Canada. And I think I know who was visiting this country at the time of the podcast download. You guess Canada? Mm-hmm. Not even close. You want another just guess to be? You, it's like long shot. You've heard of it. It's a long shot. The Philippines. The fuck? We got fans in the Philippines, which we don't. We just had, I know somebody that was probably traveling to the Philippines. So Who uh, travels to the Philippines? Well, you know. Destination, so I don't know. Maybe in the airport, somebody somebody listened. So, um, are they single? So we're international. If anybody wants to reach out to Meg, slide into her DMs. At <laughs> don't slide into my DMs. Whedon, M H. Whedon M H. I hey, I got I got a little fame from your Instagram story one day. You did when we went skiing. You had, you had a request. Oh, wait, that's a different one. No, no, the same one. You told me same about one. that. Yeah, yes. you gave a shout out. So we went to Chamber Ski Day, and Galen on his Instagram story. By the way, we'll talk about that. Keep going. Um, was telling a story, whatever, and I don't really post on the Instagram story. I post on the Snapchat story. And so I said, probably shouldn't have said, but said, um, if you want to see the rest of the story or the, the rest of the day, add me on Snapchat at MH, and you'll, you'll see the rest of our ski day. And this kid actually... Like, and you can see on Snapchat how people add you if it's by contact or like sometimes they'll like scan your little oh okay your little yep. code mm-hmm. and get it. This kid actually looked me up by a username, like typed it in from your story and then added me on Snapchat. You're welcome. Watched it and then like never. You're welcome. Never said anything ever again. And I was like, oh okay, yeah. So he was just using you to get to me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all right. That's my fans, you know. Um. I, I got away from Snapchat. I'm on it, but it's like when people... We're best friends. Did you see that? Well, that's because you send me car pics that I cannot listen to the lyrics of the words because I don't have the audio. Yeah, up, when but... I'm bored in the car during the day, I send well, Galen videos of me singing to myself. But look, we have a little gold heart. You're, where? You're right here. Oh, is that good? That mean I'm number one? I don't remember what it means. I don't know. I, don't, I literally don't use Snap. Funny thing is, the book I'm halfway through right now is all about Snapchat. I just haven't read it in a couple of weeks because of just life. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I used to back in like 2013. Yellow heart means you are number one best friends with each other. You send the most snaps to this person and they send the most snaps to you. 
Boom. Is it really? Air high five. Yeah. So would mine say the same thing? It should. Open your Snapchat. No, my phone's over there charging. Mm. But um, no, I used to be on all the time. Like I would have. Yeah. There's all sorts of little meanings. You know, you get the little emojis Jesus. next to people. I never knew, but okay. Yeah. So with the gold up. heart means number one. Yeah. Like gold star. Mm-hmm. Wow. You need new friends, man. But. No, gold star is different. Gold star? I thought we were gold. Gold heart. Yellow heart. Gold heart. Yes. No, I'm colorblind. But. That means And I'm, if if we keep it going for like two weeks straight, like, we'll get a red heart. Ooh. And if we go for two months, we get a pink heart. Pink, going for the pink heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that you get so many followers that you get pink hearts with everybody. Nah, I don't really. I, well, I strictly have like seven people that I send everything to. And oh, so I just get mass amount of, I just get the mass snaps. Um. Why don't you use Instagram stories? I don't know. I just never got on that train. I don't. Also, okay, I have a lot more followers on Instagram than I do on Snapchat. And Mm. if I post something, I mean, my Instagram posts are never anything wildly inappropriate. Like, I just have my sarcastic, dry humor um, captions every now and then. But... I post much more inappropriate things on my Snapchat, of which I have many less friends, which I... Again, everybody, Megan MH. Give her a follow. Follow me on Instagram first, and then you'll... Are you private on Instagram? Yeah. Oh. I'm private on my private one. I've actually think... I'm thinking about going through my private Instagram. People really creepy. Well, I'm thinking about going through my private Instagram that's restricted and like cutting out like 50% of the people because like I, I'm like looking at it. I'm like, I really just want like a hundred people maybe to follow. Yeah. I think I'm at like, I was at like quite a bit and I cut probably a third out and then I want to kind of do that again. I would really like my personal to be a very select few people that get yeah. to actually see it. And then my business one, follow that one because I post on that multiple times a day. Well, I feel like if I had kids, like you have a kid. So, like, you don't really want the world seeing your kid. Yeah. I try to keep them. I, I don't, don't even have a dog. So. Well, I don't post. My, like, but, like, I would my, never post a picture. Like, like when I posted on Facebook that I closed on my house, I didn't post a picture of my house. I posted a picture with Matt Craig and the previous owner. Because, okay, also, if anybody hasn't watched you on Netflix, have you? Okay, so anyway, mm. people can, now that Google Street or Google Earth and then you can get onto like street mode is a thing, mm-hmm. you can literally put a picture of a house into Google and it'll tell you the address. Well. Like that's creepy as all Yeah, hell. but the thing with, with homes though, it's public record. So literally anybody right now could go to the county and get, no, find out where you live or look it up. It's public record. Like, if you buy a property, it's public record. So, like, if you own, like, 30, people may not know which house you live in. But, like, you, if you only own one home, people can literally find out which home you live in. It's public record. I mean, I also still, Which, like, I don't know if that's... Sh- part of that is creepy. If people are looking it up, it's creepy. Like, if I tell people... Like, because... So, the previous owner of my house was, like, a really well-known, well-liked local guy. And he threw... He, we have a... We... I bought from him a really dope garage. And he threw, he used to throw a lot of parties in his garage. 
Galen's just feeding me cheese. Not like weirdly, but just like passing me cheese. You know how many times I wanted to say that's what she said on this, but I'm being very good. <laughs> I'm being very good right now. I could have dropped 30 of them by now. I told them I didn't want any cheese, and here I am. But Give me the cheese. So yeah, like a lot of people my parents' age have literally been to parties in my garage, but it was John's at the time. So like a lot of people know where I'm at, which I don't really care. Like there's there's no one actually actively creepy in my life right now, but just like to keep those extra you creepy. Keep flashing your username out there. Well, on my Instagram I have to approve them. True. Snapchat, I guess kind of the same. I can I can do that, but my mom tried to add me on Snapchat, and I was like, hmm. See ya. Nope. I have my parents on Snapchat. I think I have her as a friend, but I blocked her from seeing my story. Because my mom, God love her, but she does. I've never met your mother. She, I think I, I disappoint her on a regular basis, so. Really? Like, okay, buying a house, cool. Getting a good job, cool. But, like, should I do on the weekends? <laughs> or, like, dumb Saint shit Patrick's I Day post? Weekend? Yeah. I, that's, my mom doesn't need to see that stuff. Mm. Robin, though. Robin would probably think it's funny. He still has a pending friend request from Galen. Yeah, but, okay, so, to the world, my dad just joined Facebook. The dude's 54, and when did Snap, or when did Facebook come out? Oh. Four. Oh, four? No, I'd say oh, eight. Oh, eight was, like, opened up to everybody. It was an EDU. It was, like, an EDU college thing. Yeah. Oh, seven, oh, eight, somewhere there. there. Anyway. Literally 10, 11 years later, dad finally jumps on the bandwagon because he did work for a company before. That company has since shut down the Plattsburgh plant. My dad has other businesses anyway. He is just going to like roll with those and like promote the local businesses instead of working for somebody else, which like go dad. I hope to be there someday too. But so he's trying to do Facebook to like promote his local business at Mobile One Lube oil express does he have a business page yes he does on facebook he does yes does he need help with that yes okay. so that's why he personally joined facebook which i think someone told him would be a good idea but if you don't know how to use facebook so i have a group of cousins we have a group chat and we were just sending You're just shitting on your father oh absolutely sending like group chats back and forth about stupid things but so one of them, let's see, there was a, que- like, you know how some people can like post a question? It's, I don't, I don't get it. Cause I don't, I don't really Facebook often either. Um, I think it's a parent thing, but so this person puts up a question and it said, what's your favorite kind of ice cream? But it was like underneath someone's question of how many times a month do you drink coffee? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I didn't remember how it happened. But anyway, so my dad answers the ice cream, thinks he's answering the ice cream question, but answers the coffee question. So the question is, which is posted and everyone can see it. How many times a month do you drink coffee? This is for a school project. My dad's answer, which is in giant letters, (laughs) is black raspberry. (laughs) (laughs) And so that was one of the things. I sent my cousins, and then the <laughs> other thing. screenshotting? Yes. So the other thing, my cousins, their dad is on Facebook, and he has been for a while. And, like, like I'll post a picture or something, and Uncle John, bless his heart, he's the sweetest man in the world. But so 
instead of like sending me a message he'll post on the picture like hey meg how's it going how you doing how's life like this is happening with the grandkids like miss you you know those seattle sounders you know whatever and so my dad joins facebook and my uncle john says hey rob welcome and then like gives him the brief update on life and so i comment to that and tag my dad to which my dad doesn't answer my uncle john tags my dad asks for his phone number again comments call me I text my dad and just say, this is the whole exchange. Like, yes, it's like I'm a, like, it's almost like a text. I'm like, just live. please call uncle John. <laughs> but so, yeah, it's just a big joke with all the cousins that like how painful the Facebook interaction has been. Um, and yeah. And then, uh, they asked cause family, uh, basketball bracket, they texted in the group chat and said, is un- so uncle Rob, but we call him uncle Wob as a joke just because of the little kids is uncle wob not doing a bracket my dad sends a pic or my my brother sends a picture of my dad at the bowling alley and says his priorities are somewhere else at the moment (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so anyway dad on facebook not well he's probably going to give up on it because he doesn't like it um but yeah millennial stuff man parents not understanding how to work the internet Galen's just cutting the cheese. I'm, I'm just cutting. I'm like, I'm physically just. Are we gonna eat this whole thing of cheese right now? Well, to be fair, you've had like three bites. Are you there's half, there's going half, to eat no, this whole block of Lord, cheese, and I'm half, helping? There's half a block. I'm getting Chipotle after this. I'm not. Yeah, me too. Okay, then I'm not gonna eat the whole cheese. Shout out to Chipotle. Can we? <laughs> oh, can we hey, talk you, you about? Wanna, you want to? Okay, go. Uh, let me let me answer this today. So I just became a. Back up. So yesterday, one of my favorite girls at Chipotle. You know I the girl. Have a cho- I have favorite Chipotle people. It's too. probably the same girl. Cause she's the best one there. She like sometimes works in the checkout. She's got like, I don't want to say nose ring because there's a lot of nose rings there, but she's got like a nose ring. Dark hair, tanner than us. Yeah, you're not pretty much, much just describing every Chipotle employee ever. She, well, if she's there tonight, I'll point her out. Okay. But she, she goes again. I go a lot to Chipotle. I do too. Okay. So we're going to... Once a week minimum. Yeah, I'll go with that too. So (laughs) disclosure, I go a lot to Chipotle. So yesterday she's like, hey, this is the second time she's asked me, hey, have you signed up for our rewards program yet? I go, I "Um." did. So, well, she goes, have you signed up? I said, well, no, I have not. She goes, oh, well, she's giving me all the benefits. I'm like, I know. I come here all the time. I really should. She goes, yeah, you really should. So they're, they're alert that I go there too much. So then she goes, well, you can upload receipts if you forget. So I'm like, sweet. So I came here, signed up, uploaded my receipt. Don't understand this. Punched it in. Totally fine. She goes, it's within a month. You can do it. So I go back. I grab the other ones and I go try punching in a couple of the extra receipts I had. It's like, well, you were not a member at this time. But yet, it allowed me today, I signed up as a member, it allowed me to put in yesterday's, but I couldn't put in like two weeks ago. Well, probably because they're supposed to, like, I'm sure the Chipotle employees are supposed to push this so they give you a certain amount, like a window. Mm. Like, maybe. So the last time you went to Chipotle, feasibly, you got told to sign up for rewards, so thus the most recent. So they, 
I think it's $125, you get a free entree. I hope this is like Starbucks. When I go to Starbucks and I get my free entree, well, to be honest, I, I usually put it on other people. I never actually use it because I, I always order just a black coffee. But if I have somebody that's like, I want to... Me. If, I, if it's buying one for Meg or buying one for Chris or buying one for my friends that get this like laundry list of items in their coffee and it ends up being eight bucks, I'll use my free coffee on that one, not my you know, black coffee. So Galen's an angel. Well, I just don't like anything in my coffee. But so Chipotle is $125 and you get a free entree, which to be honest, that's like for that's me. That's a lot. It, it's quite a bit. It's probably like every. That's like 10 trips. I probably average like $9 uh yeah probably nine dollars a trip so do the math on that we're talking like 12 maybe so if i go a dozen times it's like a baker's dozen i go 12 times i get 13th one for free so i'll have to add to it though because but i'm excited so i signed up for that so so what's your how long you've been a member of the chipotle i actually thought i signed up but i didn't oh Telling me my passwords. Actually, simple. I, I cut a lot of cheese on this one, Meg. So you will have to eat more. Great. Did you like it? Decent. Yeah, it's sharp cheddar. Who doesn't like that? Vermont Hot pepper sharp, jelly. Vermont sharp cheddar. No. Next podcast. Wait, pepper jelly? You don't like that? No. Yes, I love hot pepper oh, jelly, but what? it's very good on cheese. Very good on cream cheese. And salmon. Try it on some salmon. Trust me. You know what's really good. If you go to um, Iris's mm-hmm. and they have the salmon special and they put like kind uh, of blue cheese. I think they put goat cheese on it. That's really good. Whatever their salmon special is, it's very good. I can't remember. I haven't been there in a bit. I used to live there. Uh, uh, what's tonight? Oh, Thursday. Yeah, I used to frequent martini night too much. Yeah, martini. I was going to say, like, if tonight was Wednesday, I'd honestly go get a martini because I got nothing going on tomorrow. So it's great. I mean, I, I lied. I got nothing going on tonight. But you should stop there before going to Chipotle. This is what Matt Craig does when he has to do that. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can go. I'll just I'll just talk. All right. <laughs> very sly, Meg. That was very good. Well, that's, that's what you do. You make the hand gesture. Um. So, my Meg is uh, leaving us for a few minutes. Um, a couple things that we're going to bring up. Um, I should have. I got a full lineup of people. Um, over the next probably two weeks, I think uh, we'll probably get in. I think through like the first week of April, we probably have like five or six guests lined up, uh, which should be good. I usually ask anybody if you guys have recommendations on who you think would. Be a potential. This is actually. Let me back up. If you are looking, if you are looking to be on the show, one thing that I absolutely don't like, I apologize, but is people that ask me to be on the show. My, uh, I, not to be not to be rude about it, but if I'm, if you come on the show, if I want you on the show, meaning like. Not in a bad way, but like if I want to have you come on and talk, I will ask you to come on and talk. So I've only had this. But if he doesn't, he won't. Usually, okay. like, if, like if you ask me, like, hey, be on the show, I'm like, yeah, 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 okay, cool. We'll <laughs> go plan for like September, right? And then just like a blow. But like, I haven't really had to do that much, but. At Matt Craig. Did you push that up or is it going to run the whole time? I don't know. We'll find out. I went to the bathroom, everyone. But did you push it up, the handle? 
You didn't. I didn't last it, time. You didn't because it's running. I know, probably because I probably went in and saved the day. No, I was here the whole time. Okay, thank you. Um, so that's one of the things. Usually, if you if I want you on the podcast, I usually will definitely ask you ahead of time and get you on the podcast. I do want to open it up and have a bunch of people, but the whole theme of the show is people that I want to talk to or have fun talking to or About I like talking random to. random stuff. Well, I'd rather talk random stuff with people I like than just structured stuff with people that I have a hard time carrying on a conversation with. True. Now, maybe people are like, God, this conversation sucks, but I thought we talked about office trivia. Meg talked about gluten. I ranted about gluten. Ranted Sorry, about everyone. gluten. I don't think it was that bad. It was decent. You had a good rant. You had a good you knowledge. Knowledge dropped on some people. Um, but we do have some people coming up. Uh, we have a couple repeat guests potentially um, coming up, which is fine. I'm not really one to have – there's really no structure to the podcast really. So like I I think I have like one repeat guest. I have another repeat guest coming on. Um, actually, dual repeat guest coming on for the same one. Um, and – so basically, it's like I said, it's people that I like to talk to. So Meg's probably going to be on the podcast a bunch because she's the unofficial host. And then I think Emily's coming back on. Scott and Paul, if you guys like that, are coming on dual. Um, and sorry, I'm, I'm reading through some stuff that Meg just gave me. Again, this is really uh, – holy crap. I'll read this all later. I can't do it right now. I'm going to okay. show it to me. Show me to me later. Um, so, yeah, so sorry. I was just stalling time. But we should have a lot of people coming on. should be good. If you guys have recommendations, I will, I'm 100% open to recommendations. Um, but like I said, I will definitely reach out if I want you on the podcast. We actually have a couple cool events coming up that we will be doing podcasts at, which should be fun. Um, should be in about a month or so. We'll see how that actually turns out, but I think we'll have a good time with that. Um, yeah, I think it'll be good. We got a couple cool things in for the business um, that I'm excited to roll out. Um, obviously, if you've been given a shirt of mine um, and have it, please send photos. Wear it we loud and wear it proud. Gave away... Uh, Quite a few today that people that I think would be good ambassadors of the brand. Meg is our, I, I call Meg the unofficial hype girl of, yes, you got, I got a good picture of you for St. Patty's Day with the hat on. So you, I'll post you that. You got a picture? Actually, oh, guess God. what? Hey, when, let one, me one, see one before. Want to hear, hear a fun, fun fact about Megan? Meg's like, hey, we're going to have fun. We're going to hang out, blah, blah, blah. I do not. And, and then I saw Meg all of five minutes on St. Patrick's Day. Like Galen and I, okay, so I had people over to my house to drink before we went downtown. We took two different cabs. I walk in, by could the way, not find Galen anywhere. By the way, I can't get to the bar that late anymore. I'm not that young. Well, keep going. Keep going. Saddle up, Buttercup. Um, yes, go in two different cabs. So I got there after the fact. So looked for Galen. Of course, it's St. Patrick's Day. And there's Look a for the guy band. wearing green. Look for the guy wearing green. Yeah, the guy wearing green, or the blonde guy, or just a person in general, and like someone with a drink in their hand. Yeah, super easy to find you. So I was in the back. Apparently, Galen was in the front, and I was grumpy because you were grumpy. No, okay. Here's my thing. 
I go to Ridley's all the time. Okay. Like, I'm, like, not, I'm not there, like, every damn night, but, like, you've been, I usually, you've, been, you've been once or twice. If I'm out, I'm usually, like, I hit, Ridley's is, like, one of my spots that I go to. And when I have to pay twice the amount, first of all, if I, for me to pay a cover to begin with. You didn't say, do you know who I am? You should drop that, Meg. I don't fucking drop that. No. They should know. They should be like Meg. Just like everybody else. I'm not worried about it. Come in. But no. So if I'm going to pay double the cover that I normally do, which already is a task, then to go into a bar that I go to all the time and be like smushed with people, ladies hitting me as they walk by and not apologizing, you know drunk middle-aged women everywhere because it was the Sean Lillardall tournament and all the hockey guys were out so then all the like no offense but thirsty ladies are out middle age yep and sweet spot you know <laughs> and then when I order a drink and it's I got a double like flavored vodka and lemonade vodka gross that's why you had the problem no. Miss Tequila. That was my one drink. But no, because like, I went to the back bar and they have limited liquor back there and they only have Jose Gold back there and I will not. Was there a band playing? Yes. Where were you? <laughs> not anywhere near that. I swear to God, I didn't know a band was playing. Anywho, I paid a lot more for the drink than I normally would just because they were busy, which pisses me off. So no. Adios. Goodbye. And I was hungry. So I walked in first with a bunch of kids that were half uh, half my age, but they were young. We roll in, I beeline left, just naturally gravitate towards the bar. A lot of people, a lot of people. And I end up seeing, first person I see that I know, wearing a Kavanaugh shirt. Basically broke down in tears right there. It was great. The but whole bar pretty much. There was a lot of people. Shirts. There was a lot of people. So I appreciate everybody that wears it. Um, but I go up to her and I'm like, yo, buy me a drink. Like obnoxious. <laughs> I probably cut a bunch of people. So she I goes. I you that shirt. So, so, she's got, so she goes, yeah, all right. So she gives me a drink and then I try to pay her. She didn't pay. She was super nice. So then I knew like six people standing all over in the same area. Went over, talked to them. Two hours later, still in the same corner. I literally was like, you know when you walk into Ridley's on that left side by the window where you tapped on the window? I did not move from that spot for two hours or however long we were there. I got shoveled, pushed, and came knocked and into all the way to the back bar because the front bar was too busy. Paid way too much for a drink at the back bar. I didn't even finish that. Then I made my brother get me something else because I didn't like what I had. I saw some people that I didn't really care to see. Because we all have those, whether we like it or not. There are people we don't want to see when we're out. And, like, usually for most people, I have, like, we have a mutual agreement that I'll, like, give them a head nod and, like, a half smile. And then they accept that, like, I probably don't want to talk to them. That's a lot, though, for you, Meg. It is. Half smile. That's me really trying to be nice but, like, stay over there. Um, But some people don't get the hint, especially when they're drinking. Big um, RBF. Oh, huge RBF. But it's okay. Look past Although, it. I can say, so Saturday was not fun. I was grumpy. I was trying to leave. Nobody was trying to leave. Like, Or like one person would be like, yeah, let's go. We just got to wait for so-and-so. And then that so-and-so would... Ugh, anyway, it was just annoying. 
But Sunday, which you had an open invitation to, so don't it was even. So add much me. fun hanging out with Meg Sunday and all the friends. You stayed on your couch. You couldn't hang. I actually was on the couch. Mm-mm. Anyway, went to the ward, and I don't care who you are. I don't care where you're from. The fourth ward on St. Patrick's Day. How many people were there? Honestly, it wasn't too bad. So when we first got there, there were like a hand, not a handful, <laughs> maybe like a couple handfuls of people outside. And the like pool table area was somewhat open, but there were people there. Mm-hmm. And the bar area, of course, is full. And I Out- mean, I was there. I was there from like noon to 8 p.m. And so, it, <laughs> but I wasn't, I wasn't dead. I had a nice casual like mini buzz all day. It was perfect. It was great for a Sunday day drink. Felt fine for work. <laughs> Did everything I needed to do. Got to work on time. Like nothing Monday? was wrong. Monday yeah. was breakfast. Yeah. And I got there on time. You were? Yeah. True. Breakfast was earlier than work was. And I got there on True. time. Very well. So yep. win for Megan. It was. But you had Matt Craig at your table, too. Yes, I did. But I sat next to Seth. We talked paint and did life. You? And Seth's great. being professional and stuff. And that was exactly what you wanted to talk about, 8.30 in the morning. 7.30 in the morning. I'd rather talk to Seth about life than listen to shitty, mildly sexist jokes. Well, they weren't because they disclosed that they were trying not to be sexist. Yeah, that doesn't make it any did, better. Did you... Uh, I didn't think... I was actually going to have Matt Craig sit with us, but I ran out of seats. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm glad he went. It's fine. The Casella table picked him up. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's like the draft party. Who else was at your table? My boss, um, our controller. Bill? Yeah. I, I got to meet Bill. He was sitting next to Him and Seth are like BFFs. Seth's friends with everybody. Well, yeah. Um, Our controller, her husband. Did Josh go? No. He doesn't do a lot of that kind of stuff. He also. Dylan? No. Derek Dylan. Um, Josh actually just like had a very not so great incident with a saw and some fingers. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. He, he's not Sorry. feeling so hot. Okay. But yeah, there were only like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There were only seven of us at our table. Hmm. Okay. Sorry, I keep going back. So you were at the ward. Yeah, I just had a great time. Like it was kind of cold out, but they had a little tent with some heat towers and I was with my brother um and some of his buddies and um his buddy's family who is like frequent ward goers um awesome people um and i saw a bunch of like high school buddies there because everyone was home on break of course um and like cool high school buddies that i i would like to catch up with kind of thing um and my dad came and like a bunch of other people yeah it was it, just like if you're from here and like your family's from here, the ward is just such a cool place to hang. And um, I also talked to a girl that I went to high school with that like we were never really great friends. Um, and I was kind of surprised, honestly, that we were talking, but we had a really great conversation. So that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's an awesome place. It's an awesome time. If you are a low key, if you're a woo girl, if you like to dance, you know, anything like that, you're not going to the ward. If you like to drink beer and hang out, and they have gluten-free beer, by the way. Thank you, Fourth Ward. But um, if you just want to hang, I was in like a toque and a giant flannel. Like that's me living my life. That's the place to go. Only uncomfortable thing. I'm gonna just put it out there. 
people that are like my dad's age that know that I'm my dad's kid will like have a few too many and like still hit on me which is like any young ish person lady struggle in the fourth ward just saying like dads keep it in control keep it on lock keep the hands on three and nine mm-hmm yeah so just had to put that out there but collectively very great time love hanging with my brother and his buddies they're good shit pops, dad pops. love love hanging at the ward with pops yeah my dad <laughs> i told galen my dad was imitating um conor mcgregor's like walk his like strut and it was hilarious did i get on video i don't know did it i don't know i'm did you see it on my snapchat story no then i definitely didn't catch oh, it oh shoot great also my uh my camera my front camera the glass over it is a little shattered oh wait why why would that happen that okay so everyone i don't have a case on my phone or or a glass protector on my phone so it's literally out of the box yep but the glass on the front which is kind of like the small hole thing this freaks me out but keep going the front glass camera the the front camera glass broke when i had a screen protector and a case on so riddle me that today i dropped that phone in a grocery store slash co-op in saranac lake i like fumble it out of my hands it like bounces on the ground multiple times then slides under a cooler which like has like deli sandwiches in it and i just like stand there looking and the poor kid working the counter I was like, whoa, what was that? Because I have two phones, and I was holding the other phone. So he thought I, like, picked it up really quick, and I was like, no, that's my other phone. So then this poor kid gets, like, a spoon out of the kitchen. We're, like, fishing my phone out from underneath the cooler today. It's pure filth. I pick it up, and guess what? Nothing wrong with it. Had I had a case on it, shattered everywhere. Well, no. Yes. Back it up. When it fell, Mm -hmm. before extracting it from underneath, Mm Mm-hmm. Was there any thought in your head that it may have cracked? No. I don't worry about my phone. Meg. Nope. Meg. Nope. You can at me all you want. No way. Meg not having a case on her phone and dropping it is the same worry that a kid unprotected has when they do the dirty. No. Definitely definitely not the same. 100%. Same anxiety. No. Same anxiety. I no. mean, not math is the same level, but the same, like, you, no. you, the analogy's there. No. You really don't. If you drop that, Also, you, you would be wildly disappointed in the generation coming through, just saying. Because they don't have cases? No. Well, they can't afford cases. That's <laughs> no. the problem. I don't put the insurance the on my other, phone, but I put from the- From the other aspect of things. No, I put the case, I put the, I put, I've dropped my phone so many times, nothing. Okay, regardless, shout out to Adam Scharf. Regardless or Irregardless. Is it regardless? No, regardless. How'd you get Adam Scarson? Irregardless, you gave it to me. Oh, of course. So anyway. Did you, did you contact him? On Instagram, at iFixYourPhone. Very good kid. Um, Is going to fix my He's very good camera at it, yeah. glass for me so I can take not blurry pictures on Saturday. I wonder how long that takes him. Probably pretty quick. The Bruins are beating New Jersey in case anyone was wondering. Fair. So yeah, anywho, Ward's a great time. Ridley's packed, not a great time. 
I had, case, I had a good time. You were on the wrong side of the book. Phone cases are irrelevant, and there's people to fix that shit in case they're relevant. It actually might be cheaper to take the risk and break it and get it fixed and just buy the case. Yes. Those maybe. cases are maybe. stupid. Maybe. How, the tell, piece of glass, $30. Tell me are how you much kidding that costs, me? Tell me how much that costs after he breaks or after he fixes it. I will. I haven't asked him yet. It's it's a half an inch of glass. Mm-mm. The screen is very thin. I meant I meant like horizontal. Oh, that one? You were talking about the camera? Yeah. Like it's like a half an inch. Width. What do you use for your calendar? Do you use your phone calendar? What do you put? Do you use your phone calendar at all? I'm going to stress you out right now. I really don't use... Like to... Because... How do you structure your day? I wake up when the sun comes up. Okay. If give, I me have a, to. give me a whole rundown of a day in the life of Meg Whedon. All right. Megan usually forgets to set an alarm the night before, but depends on the sun being out to get ready. Mm-hmm. And if the sun doesn't come out, I usually have a pretty good like mental clock. Um, and I really don't take forever getting ready in the morning. Um, so I pretty much wake up when I wake up. I also have a little flexibility with like time-wise with my job. Um, I go to work. I drive around, ask people how their garbage is, their garbage services. Um, if they're happy, cool. And if they're not happy, I fix shit. Um, I usually eat lunch somewhere while I'm driving, which like is not like good to do, but whatever. I send Galen Snapchats and Galen and Co. All my best friends on Snapchat get a a chat of me singing in the car by myself, sometimes with a filter, sometimes not, because um, I'm bored. And then I keep talking to people about garbage, and then and I go home, and I enter all my information into our CRM, and then I guest appear on the Galen Trombley show. Normal day. Or I have ADKYP, or I... What time do you normally get home? Do you have stuff most night evenings? So usually I shoot to get home somewhere between like three and four, just so I have time to like download all my information from the day into the mm-hmm. computer system. Kind of what you're doing here before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but depending, I mean, certain customers, like I have a lot of restaurants that don't open until four o'clock or so. So like I had a guy today I had to go see, but he physically is not at his restaurant until three o'clock. So, you know, I got to fill my day in between then, um, which I had no problem doing today. Um, But yeah, and then I drive home and I don't have a lot of service in most of the areas I provide garbage services for. (laughs) Um, So I pre-download music ahead of time, which is why I listen to the ladies of the 80s, 90s, and 2000s on the way home. How often are you up in that area every day? I am in the Tri-Lake region, um, so between Saranac Lake, Lake Placid, and Tupper Lake. Not uh, not very often in Tupper, um, but in Saranac Lake, Lake Placid, I'm there minimum two days a week. There was one week, there was four, and that was too much, but just kind of depends. Um, I do have Willsboro, Westport, Crown Point, that area. Um, there's not a whole lot going on down there, especially in the wintertime. Like, that's a super seasonal area. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be down there more this summer, but I mean, for the most part, in between Plattsburgh and Placid, Santa Lake, pretty much. 
I would so rather come home through Lake Placid and Wilmington and the Notch, though, than Turnack Lake, Bloomingdale, Redford. Oh, three. Yeah. Puke Worst everywhere. Drive. There's no service anywhere. And I mean, I can just, go. It's not I can a good-looking drive. Drive it's really fast, but. It's boring. Today, I got stuck behind a Lowe's truck, and I could not get home. Um, my day... I would say if I get to bed by 10, I wake up at 4.45 to go to the gym. Yuck. If. Why? That's when I can go to the gym. Ugh. If. Sleep I, is good for you too, you know. I know, but if I, I stay up till 10.30, 11, 11.30, I do not go to the gym, which okay. well, I said earlier in the podcast, I haven't been in the gym in a week, which to be honest, I go like four times a month. So, maybe maybe six, four to six, not much, like once to twice a week tops. So, if, so I'll give you two scenarios. If I go to the gym, if I wake up, go to the gym, get done by about 6.30, I'm usually home before seven, um, usually chit chat with some buddies there, then I'm home by 6.50, seven o'clock. I eat breakfast or shower, vice versa. Depending on when my son wakes up, I hang out with him for a little bit, and then I am to the office by about 8, 30, 9 o'clock. If I don't go to the gym, I'm usually up by probably 6, 30. I'm to the office by 8 or 7, 30, depending if I have a breakfast meeting or things like that. So then from about 7, 30, 8 o'clock every single day, I... Try to work out of the office in the morning. Obviously, the pendant today had an appointment at 10, had a thing at 12, appointment at 1, appointment at 3, appointment at 4.45, like 4.45, and I was a little bit late getting here, but that's life. Um, but my schedule in the morning, I try to work out of the office so I can get done all my calls and emails and things like that. And then usually from about noon, 1 o'clock on till about six or seven i'm in meetings with people either showings or listings or if i have an event in the evening like a chamber or it's 80 kyp or whatever i do that stuff i usually really am big on this the uh, networking stuff so i'd really try to put that in my schedule like a few weeks because you usually know about those three to four weeks yeah. ahead of time so those are i really try to go to i very rarely ever cancel those then uh, most nights monday through Monday through Thursday, I get home anywhere between 7.30 and 9 o'clock. Um, that's the way I schedule it because I tried literally to jam-pack my schedule for about a solid 12 to 14 hours a day between Monday through Thursday. Friday, I get done around 4. Some days, 2-ish. But I'd say two days, two out of the four days, I get done at 2. Two out of the four days, I'm done around 4. Saturdays and Sundays, I try to take off, but it's usually by appointment, which I would say I work three out of the four weekends every month in some capacity, whether it be a couple, one showing or two showings, or it could be an entire morning, like a Sunday where I'm like four to five showings um, with different clients. really depends. So that's my day. The hard part for me right now is getting to bed at by 10. Like we're at 8.30-ish. I got nothing going on tonight, so I don't know about you, but I can talk a little bit more. 
Then we're going to go eat. Then I'm going to get home most likely around 9.45-ish. And then I'm going to probably do some work because I didn't get to stuff today just because I was running around all day in appointments. So I might get to bed at like 11, 11.30. So I'll probably wake up tomorrow at 6.30. That's usually the run around. So I was, again, just in Syracuse for some sales training. Um, and we, my company, had my coworker and I go down and this, it's, it's called Sandler Training. Um, and it's just kind of like all these different exercises on sales stuff and like, based on your personality and like all the stuff that gets in the way basically you get in your own way but like why and like what it is and whatever do you ever in your day have something that you know you need to do but you don't want to do it because of mental trash which is what they call basically like for example and I failed in this today so I have a customer that I need to go see just to introduce myself as their new rep. Um, it's a construction-ish type customer. So like some of my customers, I need to wear steel-toed boots and a hard hat onto their property. And that is the type of customer that I'm not super comfortable with. Like I can walk in the back door of a restaurant and shoot the shit with a head chef or whoever. Like uh, that's no problem to me. But a construction uh, based company or anything like that this happens to be a utility company that I need to go see that like makes me anxious for whatever reason and basically this training program just talks about like stop thinking about all the reasons why you don't want to go see this person or you don't want to do this task just do it and you'll like it's not difficult you are just psyching yourself out about something I don't know if that's just like because my industry is so specific or if that happens in like multiple. So do I have, do I have points in my day or in my year when I don't want to do something? Is that what you mean? If you know there's a task ahead that may potentially get you a sale, aka get you commission of some kind, mm but you're not sure that it will. Like, it may end up great or it may end up awful. Mm -hmm. Are you likely to just, who cares, just go do it? Or are you going to, like, think about all the reasons you don't want to go and then don't do it? So I feel like you don't have any what they call mental trash and you just, go, like, go do shit and you go talk to people and you go see yeah. stuff and you, like, you're very good about that. Yeah. And... I don't know. I don't know if well, it's like my industry like specific, well, but there's times I do when in doubt I do. Meaning one of the things that I've always there's a few things that I've like mental like I don't know, I call it like pep talks or speak or quotes or things I run through my head. Um, one of them is be a doer, meaning don't just like plan and talk and contemplate and mm -hmm. the people that sit there and talk and like I'm gonna do this or wouldn't it be good if I did this or that would be cool or plan 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 but don't actually attempt or do something yes, yes. stress me the fuck out yes and one of the biggest things that I do every single day 
if you've ever come in my office, I got a whiteboard. It might look kind of Greek to you because it's just kind of like little thought bubbles. I literally, the, if you look up right now, you're like, you haven't accomplished anything because there's a thousand things up there. There's a lot if, of blank space. Well, the thing is there's blank space, but there's a lot of stuff that's been crossed out and a lot of stuff that's been added. So to be honest, everything you see up on that board, I guarantee you there's been at least that much I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very much into, and when I say that, I mean my board is covered with stuff, but I accomplish a lot because I don't think about it. I just do it. I'm very big on if it fails, I want to at least just put it in play yeah. and see if it fails. Yeah. This podcast was one of the ideas. To be honest, I really like it. And guess what I've had? I've had a lot of people reach out to me, either messaging, in person, um, hey, I listen to your podcast. People are like, I never would have thought, like, yeah, your podcast is really good. I like it or whatever. Um it wasn't really um, one. I have fun with it. So, if people were like, "That's the podcast sucks," I don't care. I have fun with it. It's kind of a good, like, mm-hmm. fun outlet for me. I get to talk with cool people or people I like. Um, but I do a lot of stuff because I hate. I hate. Um, I don't want to say like. I think it's inactivity. If that makes sense. Like I, yes. I'm always like. I kind of call it like do mode. I'm always just planning and prepping for new stuff in the future but i'm always at the same time executing on stuff that's there because i don't i i can't sit still if anybody knows me i'm very like i've i'm just very like i i don't sit still well i'm always talking i'm always moving i'm always fidgeting with stuff Mm because i just like always being in a, a constant state of motion or improvement um the other two things that i have up on my board, which I talked about before, is one is effort is controllable, meaning no matter what's happening, and I think you could add um, my attitude on there, meaning like a reaction, like your attitude stuff, is controllable. I can control that. Like if, if I have a bad scenario or a bad day or something happened with the client or another agent or whatever the case may be, my effort or how I react to it is controllable. The other thing which I just wrote up there which I wasn't going to say, but whatever, I'll say it because I don't, again, I'm kind of the one where people are lazy, they don't do what I do, so I don't care. But the way up at the top, I have outwork them, meaning at the end of the day, if you want to, if you want something, am I the most talented, am I the most gifted, am I the most whatever? No, not even close. I am as normal as it can get. I've always been a hard worker, whether it be sports or grades or whatever. My thing is you can get a long ways because you're willing to put in the work when other people are not willing to put in the work. That's why when I put in 14-hour days, it will pay off at some point where everybody else will say, why aren't, like, how did Galen get so successful? How did Galen accomplish this, blah, blah, blah? Because I work 14 hours a day. So, you know, it's just one of those deals where I will just outwork you. I will do more stuff. I will learn how to do it better. If I'm not better, I will become better just through pure effort, grit, and just wanting to get better. So I put that up the other day. I've never heard it before. I literally had it pop in my head the other day as just like I was daydreaming. And it was like a perfect little like small quote that like I think resonates a lot with me is that I'm going to accomplish what I want to accomplish in life just by outworking people because Mm -hmm. anybody can do it. I'm just willing to do it. And I have a vision and I have... 
I know what I want to accomplish. I know who I want to help out on the way. I know how I want to grow and help as many people as I can. But it comes down to the effort that I put in, which goes back to the board, is controllable. And it goes to my new motto on the board, which is just outwork them. So anybody that I kind of look at, um, I'm not really a I say afraid. I'm not really intimidated by anybody when it comes to like my industry just because I know I will just physically outwork them. Yeah. Um, and I think that goes a long way because it's. It, I kind of look at it, it's like there's really no way that you're going to outwork me because there's not enough hours in the day because I'm just in that constant like that's just where my mind goes. Now, yeah. the one thing is I really love my job and my hobby is actually stuff that applies to my job like marketing and stuff. I, I nerd out about that. Like I'm not going to go play in a bunch of flag football leagues and go play video games and go like I will sit there and I will learn how to get better at marketing and get learn how to get better at real estate and learn how to help people I don't know why it's, it's odd but it's it's something I really actually do enjoy which like luckily enough is my career um but I don't know that's like my long rant of the night but probably because I'm hopped up on some wine but that's my my thoughts I probably have already told you this, so you don't care. But no, I like that though, and I think I think a lot I think of you my have a lot of that sometimes too. is like when I have downtime, that kills me. Like mm. if I can stay busy, I am super productive, and I just keep the ball rolling, kind of thing. And if I have downtime, is when like I not that I start thinking about all the reasons I don't want to do something, or it's it's that I think of all the things that could possibly go wrong i guess or like if you if you're dealing with somebody um or you're like for me i drive to a client and i know or a customer and i i i know on the way that i'm going to this location like for example okay this utility company like they're gonna be busy they're not gonna want to talk to me they're just gonna ask why i'm there they're gonna think i'm too young to be doing what i'm doing they're gonna not expect a lady to walk in and deal with trash they're gonna you know, I'm not going to be able to find the right person to talk to. There's like all these things that I think about on my drive to a place. And that was so I left Plattsburgh and I went through Osable and I stopped at the high school because I needed to do that anyway. Um, but then I was driving to this company and I literally psyched myself out not to go. And I have the easiest part of my job right now. I'm just introducing myself to people that are already our customer and I'm just mm-hmm. saying like, hey, I'm I'm your new point of contact. How have things been going? But the fact of not knowing if I should wear steel toes or not on their property psyched me out enough to drive past that property. Mm-hmm. And I didn't go see them today. And instead, I drove to Saranac Lake and I have like a spreadsheet basically of all of our customers. And I just highlight every single one that I have gone to at least go introduce myself. There's a lot of them. There's a ton of them. Yeah. I've got thousands of customers, which is fine. I can do it. Um, I've been in five, six months at this point, so I've, you know, I've, I've seen most of them at this point, but, and I would just be driving along the road and all of a sudden realize that my customer, or there, there was our dumpsters at the next right, so I'd just slam on the brake and hang a right and just go walk in and it ends up being a great day when I do that stuff, and it, it's the downtime where I let myself think about everything that could possibly go wrong or something I, f- I feel like I should prepare to, like, know. And that's that's always what, like, bogs me down, I find, is, like, when I'm not busy, I perform worse. 
-hmm. When I'm busy, I perform better because I'm just on my game. I'm rolling. I don't care. I'm not thinking about it. Customer to customer to customer to customer. I just go. Mm -hmm. So that's like, I don't know. This this training program is super cool. Um, And I've liked it a lot, especially since this is my first sales gig or something that I consider to be a sales gig. Um, Just in like how... Like, there, another thing they push or that I picked up on was, like, your need for approval in your job. And, like, for me, I came from planning people's weddings and their rehearsal dinners and birthday parties and retirement parties. And, like, things that they care about and things that I meet a family and they're, like, so excited. I even did a couple funerals. Like, that's some heavy shit. Mm Mm-hmm. And now (laughs) I sell garbage cans, which just like is not as important to people. So I'm not receiving the feedback that I used to. And that's what's been hard for me in the transition. And I can't decide if that's me not receiving the feedback that I used to, or if that's like a need for approval within my customers. So like there are some customers that don't love us and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I'm there for to fix that. But yeah, I I think... Well, I think what you just said, the um, when you're dealing with, same thing in real estate, when you're dealing with weddings, mm-hmm. funerals, you're dealing with people's personal shit, like yeah. deep, like, I mean, good and bad, like mm-hmm. high light, low, low light. When you're dealing now, you've gone from a very personal relationship to you've gone to the commercial. Mm-hmm. Same in the real estate, you go from residential sales, home sales, where you live, mm-hmm. to commercial where I run a business, where I invest in a like a, a an investment property. Yeah. What happens in any commercial aspect, ninety percent of the time is it's very number driven, mm-hmm. not like re, not emotionally driven, yeah. number driven. Mm-hmm. Residential, weddings, everything like that. Ninety percent emotionally driven, ten percent financially driven. Yeah. So. That's, I think, your biggest switch is because you've completely gone to the other side. Yeah. I've dealt majority of my career with the residential. I'd like to get into commercial at some point. Mm-hmm. Me going from residential to commercial would be different. There's going to be its own host of problems, but I will get away from the emotional part of dealing with people where I feel like a lot of times I have a very psychological conversation with people, like mm-hmm. a psychologist, because people are you know downsizing, upsizing money family death things like that like our there's a lot a lot of stuff that goes on in our business where you're really in people's personal business because they got to disclose finances they got to disclose situations they got to disclose i've gone to a house before she lady told me she was divorcing her husband husband didn't know that yet i did oh dear i like that like stuff like that so i'm like why are you selling well he doesn't know yet but i'm gonna divorce my husband like oh okay well i won't say anything but so there's, I mean, there's stuff like that that happens all day long, and I'm, yeah. I'm very much, I mean, you can ask anybody if somebody tells me don't tell somebody, I will not tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Like that's just the way I've always been. I'm very respectful of somebody saying, please don't say this. I will not. I'm very good. I can keep. I can keep a secret kind of deal. The uh, when you, then when you talked about, you know, driving by a place or doing stuff, I. As much like if I was to ask a lot of people that know me business wise, if they were to ask, and we've had this discussion before too, but are you introverted or extroverted? Most people would probably say, Galen, you are very extroverted. You talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. I do. 
inside of me, I know a thousand percent I'm an introvert, meaning I get, we've talked about it before, I have social anxiety. I have problems in crowds. I have problems talking to new people. Um, I've been able to overcome it just by forcing myself to do it to the point where now I'm not as uncomfortable as I was. I was not the center of attention ever in my life. I never was the one to you know, jump into a crowd and say stuff. Now I've gotten to the point where my give a fuck factor is a little bit lower, meaning like I don't care, worst case. And I actually, I kind of think that everybody, no matter a social setting, everybody is awkward. Everybody has social anxiety. You could be the most genuine, loving, extroverted person in the world. There's still some type of social awkwardness or anxiety. Mm-hmm. So when I walk to like a, and I've talked about it before, if I go to an event where there's people, I'm better now because I know a lot more people. Like if I walk in and I see you, I see Ryan, I see Matt, I see Seth, I see guys that I know, girls that I know, I'm much more comfortable because I, and watch what I do. Anytime I go in, I will a thousand percent go to somebody I know. Mm-hmm. I don't go introduce myself to people. Um, that comes from my awkwardness. I go in, talk to people I know, assess the situation, then build up the courage to talk to new people. It's just, it doesn't feel as bad because now I kind of have you as like a safety net. I have mm-hmm. Ryan as a safety net. I have, you know, what Matt as a safety net. Um, that's always been the case. So when you talk about psyching yourself out prior to going to an yeah. appointment, I'm the same way. Today, I was busy to the point where I was like finishing an appointment. I'm like, what's who am I seeing next? Okay, off to that one. Okay, yeah. who am I going next? I know the time I got to end, but I'm like, I don't even know who I'm meeting later today. Mm-hmm. Um and I've, it, that's just become a normal day. Like my normal day when I look at my calendar, I probably meet with 20-something people a, a week. Yeah. Meaning like every day I'm meeting with probably three to five people. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's gotten to the point where that's the new norm where I just run around like crazy. Where I really cherish days where I can work for like four or five hours in the office with nobody. But I'm the same as you. If I go drive, I've had that before where I'm like, I psych myself out or a conversation that I know is not a good conversation. Yeah. Like I'm breaking bad news kind of thing. But 99 times out of 100, as soon as I have that conversation, my anxiety level goes way down. Yeah. And 99% of the time, it's not as bad of a conversation. Um, I even have stuff. I had it this week. I had a couple issues with the same agent. We work very closely with other agents. I thought both moves on their part were I wouldn't say did not break any rules but was very just like douchebag moves on both parts and part of that bothered me because it's not how I I run business and I really have a good relationship with a lot of agents but it got to the point where like I contemplated like calling this person out which doesn't happen I'm very non-confrontational but like little things like that that like that stuff gets me anxiety too because I'm like, like everybody just kind of play nice. Like I don't yeah. need the cattiness, the, the ch- like that's the one thing that people have told me I'm experiencing it as I've gotten more s- busy, more successful. People come out of the woodworks to try to tear you down. It's not because they don't like you. They just don't like your success compared to someone else. But again, comes out to the adage of just outwork people. Like I'm just working harder I, I don't know. I don't know other people's schedules. I'd be very hard-pressed to find people that would outwork me in a day when it comes to my job. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been the backbone of my success. But with that be- kind of comes people that 
become either envious or whatever and they try to tear you down that happens i've now experienced that multiple times a year like not even like one time like i can literally i save emails all day long like i literally have a folder saved of emails from other agents from complaints from whatever and it's just all people trying to tear you down which you know um i'm very tunnel vision so that to me is just kind of like a inconvenience because i got to read the email or or deal with a phone call or something but it's never anything in the long term bad it's always i always think it's validation that i'm doing stuff right yeah you know if i wasn't doing successful people wouldn't give a shit what i'm doing as i've gotten successful people seem to just all of a sudden turn and now have an issue with you and then try to turn you in and try to do stuff and yeah. i'm very big about trying to follow rules and things like that and i've never broken any rules um and it's just the fact that i just do things more more consistent a little bit different and people i think feel threatened by that but at the end of the day yeah don't care i'm i'm yeah. you know i think it's like anything you're always gonna get trying to if successful people always try to get torn down yeah. at some point which frustrates frustrates me and I, i'm one that i hate people that dislike successful people like i know you you like the patriots no okay people hate tom brady i love tom brady i'm not a patriots fan giants fan through and through but like take him take anybody that's successful i just use him because sports lebron james people mm -hmm. hate lebron james I've been following LeBron James since 03. Like St. Vincent, St. Mary's, basketball days. Still my all-time favorite player. I think he's a great dude. I think he does so much. Why do people hate LeBron? Blah, 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 blah. This, that, the other thing. No, because he's the best player. You're going to look at him under a microscope and say every little move he makes is terrible. The guy does so much for other people. Does so much for kids. Does so much for a city. Does so much. Like It just blows my mind that people try to tear someone down like that. And it goes... You can pick any successful people in, in his like in their field. You know, I really get upset when people try to tear down people that are successful. Mm -hmm. They're successful for a reason. I very, very, very rarely root for underdogs ever. Mm -hmm. I root for an underdog if it's my team. But Patriots are playing the Super Bowl and they're favored to win. I'm rooting for the Patriots, and a lot of it comes from I just value successful people. They're successful for a reason. I don't want them to lose. The only reason people want the Patriots to lose. It's because they're successful. No, I get it. Deflate gate, whatever, this, that, and the other thing. No, I'm, I'm like, just tired. Of, I just want to see somebody else do it. <laughs> but part of that, like, and, and, and part of people say that, but, like, I'm the same, like, the same thing. Like, they're successful for a reason. I like seeing, like, dynasties. I like seeing people that are, you know, at the top of their game that consistently get better and make, bridge the gap of people that aren't that aren't as good. They've, they've gotten so good they've separated themselves from the second best. Mm -hmm. And uh, the fact that the Patriots have been in like eight or nine straight AFC championship games just proves how good they are where people want to, you know, shit on them because they're, they're winning. Part of this comes from, you know, I mean, obviously it's a much, much, much smaller scale, but still, like, I went to Shay Z. Like, people shit on Shay Z for winning all the championships. I'm like what do you want us to do just loot, like decide we're just going to lose like they're better mm -hmm. and having seen firsthand as both a player and a coach like that aspect like talk about like outwork them they just that whole program from mm -hmm. rob all the way down put more time in put more effort in care more means more to them means more to the alumni means more to the, than any other place in the state with 
not even a close second, that's why they win. Like to say like I want someone like that to lose because of whatever. No, the only reason you and you could say well, I don't like that the forward on the team. Okay, like I get you could say that about any team. There's always a kid that's a pain in the ass. But at the end of the day, if somebody is just better prepared, they put more hours in, they they really get good at what they're doing to say I don't want you to succeed because of some bullshit thing. Like if then that doesn't make sense to me. It's like if you really well if you want them to lose, then just outwork them get better than them yeah so like that's my thing like i don't i don't want to tear anybody down it's like real estate like i have no one i would love to see everybody be really good at real estate that will give me something more to shoot for you know mm-hmm. what i mean and that's like i'm always looking at the very echelon of of in my business realtors because that's the bar that's been set that i want to try to cross now mm-hmm. you know and, and unfortunately that's the good agents get that the good agents like the friendly competition because it makes elevates all of us but you get the you know usually the ones that are the ones that are issues problems that complain aren't up in that top echelon they're the ones that have too much time on their hands and you know do do that kind of stuff so but it's fine like i said it's all validation you'll you'll find this too because i think you're going to be wildly successful in whatever you do but i think you're always going to have people that will shit on you just because of success yeah, those people but, don't really... It, it doesn't... That part of it doesn't... Like, even if I have a customer that doesn't really love our company, like, I know they don't hate me. Mm-hmm. So, that kind of stuff doesn't... That doesn't really get to me. It's kind of more like... Other out outside issues don't really get to me as much as my own individual, personal, mental issues block me from mm-hmm. succeeding. I guess I get in my own way sometimes mm-hmm. when I just need to just shut up and do it kind of mm-hmm. thing. So I think for you, if you like a mental block, something I've always thought in my head and trust me, there's times I like struggle with it, but I, I either think it's never going to be as bad as you think, which it won't cause you're always thinking worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. And then most of the time I always think on my head if I'm meeting with somebody, I'm like, they're a person. I know it sounds stupid, but they're a person. Mm-hmm. What's the worst that could happen? Mm-hmm. Worst that could happen, you show up and they just say like, sorry, we don't want to use you anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I look at that. If I get rejection in real estate, which happens every single day, I just say, cool. I got more time to spend on my other clients or I have more time to go to clients that would actually want to use like I think I'm extremely good at what I do. I have a lot of confidence in my abilities. I look at them as, well, that's your loss. I'm now going to help somebody else yeah. that would value what I can bring to the table. And I think that's what you got to have when you go in. It's just like I'm, I'm good. I know my shit. I'm, I've earned the right to have this conversation with you. You know, for me, five, six, seven years ago. I don't think I had earned the right to be at a lot of the conversations, to be talking to somebody about selling their house, to be, I was still learning. Now I'm like, I think, I truly believe in my head that everybody should be reaching out to me to use me. And if they're not, it's just because they don't know me. Mm-hmm. Meaning like, I think anybody that knows me, you know, will use me. And, that, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's like, just like, you know, my over self-confidence. But I think if you get to the point where you really, 
you put in the work and you know that you deserve to be in the conversation or deserve to have the conversation with the client or deserve to say your opinion, I think that goes a long ways versus not having the self-belief in yourself. Like I've always kind of had an, a very strong self-belief in myself, but I've only had that when I believe that I have earned the right to have that kind of deal. Where if I'm like, I was just starting in real estate, I did not have that mindset because I wasn't good. Yeah. No, I was learning. I asked a lot of agents. I asked my dad a lot. I'm like, I don't, they said this, what's that mean? Now I've come full circle where I have new agents that ask me that. And I'm like, okay, it means this, means this. So it's, but I know that I've put myself in a position that I can go into any conversation with any person about anything and I know I can bring them the information, knowledge, strategy, whatever they need to accomplish their goal. And I think for you, like with, and it's different, obviously commercial, like, mm-hmm. you know, sales and stuff, but you, I think just have to walk in there with the confidence, like I'm fucking make weed and I'm just going to go in and like, but you gotta have like, the, you gotta have the self-belief that you're good. I mean, if you go in and you're doubting yourself, I just think that's gonna pose a negative on mm-hmm. you like pose a negative in the sense of you're not exuding confidence if you just like walk in and like strut in and like feel confident you're gonna go farther than if you were to show up and all of a sudden be like a little hesitant because they're gonna they're gonna be able to sniff out like okay this maybe they won't they might be like, oh here's this you know girl she's coming up she you know nice girl and you know we're gonna give her we're gonna give her the you know we're gonna kind of throw her a bone kind of thing like she's nice she came up you know we have nothing else going on we're gonna kind of help her through then you get the point where you just kind of show up and you're just like, I'm Meg. This is what you want. This ding, ding, ding. We'll do this ding, ding, ding. And you just have the confidence that like, I'm going to solve whatever problem you have. Now, yeah. maybe it's for them. Maybe it's price. Maybe it's service. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. I obviously, you know the industry better than me. But I think if you go into the standpoint of knowing that you have something to give them that's going to benefit that person, mm-hmm. it goes a long way. For me, I go into a house and I'm like, sure. Also, I know I can sell it because I'm going to tell you exactly where the market is. I'm going to give you strategy. We're going to, I know I'm going to market more than anybody is going to market on a home. Yeah. I know I'm going to be able to, I, I mean, and over the last year, majority of, last I say last year, last couple of years, majority of my stuff has sold, you know, reasonably because I've done my research. I really know what I'm talking about where I'm not getting a lot of expired listings. I'm not getting a lot of, you know, huge price reductions because I do my homework ahead of time so we can sell the home quick. And, and, I mean, that does not happen all the time. So like I, again, this is me validating my ability for you, whatever that may be in the industry. I think if you go in with the confidence of like, I'm Meg, I know what I'm talking about. I'm the best commercial saleswoman for garbage in the region. And you guys would be crazy not to hire me or do whatever with our company. As long as you have that belief and you can exude that confidence on people, I think it goes a long way. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, and I think you, you'll get there. I mean, there's always the anxiety aspect of it. I have it for like 85% of my customers. I have no problem just yeah. showing up, rolling in, being like, hi, I'm your trash lady. Who can I talk to? You know, usually that works out fine for me. And most people laugh when they see me and I say, I'm... I work for <laughs> your garbage. <laughs> um, yeah, there's just that little chunk left. And I've only been there five months, so I'm still yeah, like... you're still in the early stage. Yeah, still a rookie. You're doing good, though. We went to uh, went to lunch the other day, and you went up and just like cold-cocked the people behind the counter and being yeah. like... You went in hard. I was, I was impressed. 
My, my, my uh, but that's the thing, like restaurants, no problem because yeah, I've worked good. in them so yeah. much. Like I have absolutely no problem. Just be like, hey, you don't have our cans, why not? Like and we order lunch a lot. Like that could be fun. It's all like sediment. You can't. Okay. You can drink that. I just drank mine. No. Matt, just so you're, everyone you're knows. That. No. Just so everyone me? knows, when you pour out red wine, you can't pour out the entire bottom of the barrel. No, I got the end of it. Tip that. You can see the sediment in the bottom. It's gross. You're supposed to leave a little splash in your red wine That's bottle. Okay, you can sip that. You'll be fine. No, I'm good. Take blue tart. You'll be fine. I'm good. Just saying. Don't. You gotta leave a little. Don't make me wash that down the sink. Meg. We'll see. I'm out of water. Emily, I drank a whole bottle of water, honey. Be proud. Um. Luckily, we have water. So, Emily, our, our running joke. Emily, there's calcium, chloride, and sodium bicarbonate in this water. Purified Maker's Mark. Do you want uh, some cheese? No. Okay. Um, I wasn't going to cut anymore. Um, Emily, our running joke is that Emily is a grape. I'm a fig. Megan is a dehydrated raisin, meaning how much water we drink. So there's just like kind of a running joke that Emily is very good. I'm good half the day, meaning coffee till about one or two, and then water the rest of the day. And Meg is pretty much tequila. So um, <laughs> Meg's got a drinking problem. Everybody, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so, so uh, no, I just don't like water. I I'm on the road like all day water. every day, so it's Why don't very you have hard. Water with you, like. Is it like the peeing aspect? Yes. I'm on the road all day. I'm stopping into pe- random people's businesses to see how their garbage is. And I want to be like, oh, by the way, can I use your bathroom? Like, yeah. I think that, yeah, that would be weird. Because even going like to a gas station or a convenience store. Ugh, I hate it. Girls have it a little more rough than guys. So. Well, especially in the winter when you're all layered up and your shirt's tucked in and like whatever. Like, mm-hmm. blah. In the summer when you don't have a coat and you're just like, whatever. It's you do your thing. Yeah. Good, good, good. So I gotta take off eight layers in Stuart's bathroom. And then you're in there for 20 minutes, and people are like, What the hell is wrong with this? Yeah. Girl? And I'm like, I'm. She had gluten. I didn't have gluten. I'm, I just want to tell people, like, yo, I did not bomb that bathroom. Well, I just... when, when, when was the last time you had gluten? Actually, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Not on purpose. Like, sometimes. It snuck in. Yeah. Emily, it... I met Emily in Vermont. We was had it a skinny s- pancake? And... Soy? Ooh. Down by the waterfront? Will you met in Montpelier? Barry? They have one out there? Whatever. What's the capital of Vermont? Montpelier. Yes, we went to Montpelier. Um, oh, so you guys sometimes meet up midway. Yeah, we've been doing that since she's lived back at home. Oh, cool. We Hoffman. meet in Vermont. We've only done it once so far, and then she came <laughs> up. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, you mean since she recently moved? Yes. Gotcha. Um, but so I ordered... Um, their poutine, I asked the girl if it was gluten-free, which basically just means they made the gravy with either cornstarch, rice, you know, gluten-free flour, whatever, instead of regular flour. And it, it was gluten-free, so I said, oh, good, we'll have an order of that. And then Skinny Pancake has a gluten crepe, and then they also have a gluten-free crepe. And I just didn't remind this person that I am gluten-free. Like, we'd had the conversation, but I wasn't like, oh, can I have the gluten-free, you know, whatever crepe that I had. So they came out, and I took one bite, and I'm like, you know what? This doesn't taste right. And 
I asked her, I'm like, is this the gluten-free crust? And she was like, and she felt so bad. And I, I did feel bad because I, I didn't specify, but we had already started the conversation, so I didn't really think to. Um, but yeah, so I took a bite of that, which was gluten. And like, there's always, there's pretty much always cross-contamination. Like if I order a uh, cauliflower crust at Hobie's, it's still going in the same oven that all the other pizzas made in. It's still using the spoon to dip into the pizza sauce that is used on a regular flour. So, like, I'm not hypersensitive. Thank God. But there are people that, like, some people have to use, like, separate cookware. EpiPen. Do you have an EpiPen? No, it's not not technically an allergy. It's an autoimmune disease. So you can't stab yourself with an EpiPen? No. No. It's It's a disease, not an allergy. But some people say they have an allergy because they just get stomach aches, which is more of a sensitivity than an allergy. Hmm. And some say, oh, is it an allergy or is it by choice? Well, it's not an allergy. It's actually a disease. But yes, we're going to go with please don't gluten me. So no, it happens every now and then. It's not the end of the world. I just usually like chug water just so that like... I'm not going to make myself throw up because that's just going to start like a vicious cycle. <laughs> Chug water for the first time ever. <laughs> no, I usually I usually have water at night with like dinner. I'll have water, but I don't drink it during the day because I'm busy. and I don't want to take off my 18 layers. Wait for... D- to pee. I know, but at dinner you don't have 18 layers on. No, that's the reason I drink water oh, then. Oh, gotcha. Okay. True. I guess it's different because, like, man, there's sometimes though, like, during the day, I'm, like, dying because I'm just, like, appointment to appointment to appointment. That's what I mean. It's, it's rough. It feels awful and you can't focus and you're jittery. And yeah. You're, that's that, what I mean. I can't. I did that between appointments. I literally ran back here just to pee to go back out to another appointment because I'm, mm-hmm. like, I got, like, 10 minutes for the next one or 15 so i'm like ran back here literally peed real quick back in the car ran out it's awful yeah it felt so good though i was like thank god because that second appointment would have been i almost rough like hangry is an issue but i like i get grumpier if i have to pee yeah i if i'm like standing there doing the fucking you know toe tapping potty dance like like turning yeah there was one yesterday i think it was yesterday two days ago I was in an appointment and I was so hungry that I I like I was trying not to act rude not in a bad way but just like I was trying not to be short like talking so I was like the whole time I was like I would say something like fuck you know like don't like okay then I would try to expand on something be like overly nice I'm like I I Trust me, I'm just, it's not you. I'm so hungry right now that I literally have to like leave now to go eat. Because I was like getting like blood sugar was just like zero or whatever. I don't know. It was high low, whatever. It wasn't good. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That happens. Hangry or, but I think going to the bathroom is worse. You can get through hangry. Going oh, to ba- yeah. Going to the bathroom is like painful. Hungry doesn't bother me until I like literally like feel weak. Then it's an issue, but no. Having to pee is worse in my opinion. I would agree. I would agree. Um, we gotta get to Chipotle. Man. Yeah, what time? Holy crap! Yeah, we'll get to Chipotle. Good. Okay. And there. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna use my reward tonight. I'm excited. Sweet. 
extra points. Um, gotta get to 125 bucks. You know what's funny when you hit the 125 dollars? I think I'm like getting a deal. Like no, it, you just spend 125 dollars yeah. just so you get a free thing. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You might as well just spend 90 and save money. But whatever. Hook line sinker. They got me. So um, everybody, that is episode 18 with our favorite repeat guest, our most ever repeat guest. To be honest, you'll probably be back. Yeah, in like, most instead of favorite. That's mm, we don't know. You're the only person I've ever had been. T- you're the only person mentioned by someone that said that they enjoy you on and that you should be on more. I've never had that from another guest. It was like one person. That's more than anybody else. <laughs> so to put it in perspective, you're the thank only you, one that people. Thank you to the one person that who wanted you on. Who the likes show. listening to my dry humor. Well, that's why we love Meg. So we're going to go to Chipotle because it is almost closing time. Okay. So ready to go? Yes. You want to lead us off in your catch-up song? Yeah. Can I? Can I play it? And- I don't know if that will kick us off, but do like a quick. Hold on. I got to find it. 80s, 90s, and 100,000s. 100, 80s, 90s, 1000s. What is it? Girl music? All right. This should be the song. On that note, we're going to take this elevator out. That is episode eight with Meg Whedon. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Galen Trombley Show. If you want to reach me, you can go on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. The spelling, G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y.